Abraham Lincoln. Louisiana Purchase, that's a name. You need to really get off my balls, okay? I'm gonna kick your ass. Also, why was Michelangelo so stinky? Ew. And welcome to the newest episode of the All You Can Hear podcast. Happy New Year. Uh, it's been a bit, but this is episode 331. And I'm Wenzel, joined by uh, two other co-hosts. We're doing NPR now? Are you NPR? <laughs> Dude, it's been so long since we've had to Yeah, record. it sounded like you forgot like, <laughs> what we the do. <laughs> I did. I've been worrying all this I, morning. I don't. I don't. I don't blame. Hey, Wenzel. Here's the good part about this. This is going to be like a three-hour show. Oh, yeah. By the so by, no, the time people remember the intro, they're only going to remember the intro. They already forgot it. Hold on. Hold on. You know, we'll do it again. We'll do it again. Hold on. Hold on. I won't. I won't cut this out. Okay. Hey, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> You just got two words out and screamed. Yeah, that's a good intro. He's going for like the how he's going for like the 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 shock jock or whatever, the radio jock. You're like, well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the newest episode of All You Can Hear. I you know, I didn't why mean don't to do that. We all do our own intro for the show. At the same okay. time? Yeah. Well, not at yeah. the same time. That'd be oh. unbearable. Okay, since I went, somebody somebody else goes now. I mean, I feel like I just did mine, right? Uh, sure. No. Okay. Uh, do your intro. Okay. Um, what's up, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> is that it? Yeah, I think I think that gets. I mean, this is three episode three thirty one. We have almost five hundred pieces of audio. You know. Ah, uh, okay. What's up, fellow Gooners and Muets? We're here <laughs> with some new banging pods. We got three hundred episodes and thirty more. And guess what? Four more years of <laughs> AYCH. That that's actually the reason for the hiatus is uh, we had to get elected back to our positions on the podcast. Yeah. There was a whole coup that happened. Yeah, um, it was. It let's was just say bloody. let's just say there was a January sixth situation at the art house. Yeah, it was January eighth. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ! <laughs> <laughs> so it's been <laughs> it's been um it's been a hectic uh, process of getting everybody back into their positions. You know, everything's quiet down. Someone stole Patrick's shoes. We don't know who. We don't. We don't know who, but we'll find you. <laughs> yeah, we, we have we have brought and compromised to a permanent end. Former all you can hear co-host Patrick <laughs> burial at sea. <laughs> John Cena was the first to know. Man. Oh, burial at sea, uh, burial at sea like Megatron. <laughs> what? I don't have get that. Seen, there there was a tweet somebody oh, made. Oh, because uh, about because- Ben. Getting buried at sea, and somebody whispered. They were like, "Like Megatron." 
Yeah, because <laughs> Megatron got he got his body dumped at the Marianas Trench in the first movie after he died. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> so Damn. fucking good. <laughs> like Megatron. Holy shit. Okay, I didn't remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just put that in your little memory bank. I'm trying. All right. All right. All right. As you can tell from the title of this episode, we're fi- we're here. We're doing our <laughs> uh, we're doing our award show. Uh, this is going to be the first one of uh, four. So one out of four. Here we are. This is going to be about movies. Our favorite movies of 2023. Um, we do a top 10 movies of uh, 2023. <laughs> are you good? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> uh, then we do uh, five honorable mentions. But then we also do a top 10 of movies that aren't from 2023 but i should mention or preface that so some of these movies that we're gonna be talking about it if you go look them up it might say 2022 we consider movies that are from 2023 anything that didn't get a proper if they're outside of the festival circuit and they got a wide release or they came from overseas then we consider them a 2023 movie so like so like certain movies that like if they didn't get a wide release until they went to streaming then we consider that a 2023 movie. Um, that's that's how we do it. Um, as yeah, of right we go, now, we go by wide release here. Yeah, yeah. So, and that gives us time to um, also too. If we um, if we watch, uh, this gave us a little time to watch movies as well from 2023. I will say, kind of ended. Did, did not use the time for that. I just watched. I've only watched all the Jackass movies this month. Oh yes. yeah. Yeah, no, no, there was actually no lead in to um into that. I just said it. I don't know why. Like, <laughs> like that's nobody... my favorite Winslow bit on the podcast is when Winslow goes into a spiel and he's like, I don't know why I said that. Well, yeah, because like sometimes sometimes I'll be talking and for some reason I'll just cut into something that like isn't necessary, isn't necessary. And uh <laughs> I don't know what is wrong with me. Did you forget how to talk? <laughs> to be fair, I did not get a lot of sleep. <laughs> I've been up for an hour and a half. I've been up for six hours. What I've the been fuck? up for 30 minutes, <laughs> which doesn't make sense. But yeah. Uh, so I, I get I'm going to say so first we're going to go through our top 10, essentially our top 10 first watches of 2023. Yeah. And then yeah. we are going to get in. We're going to do our top five, our five honorable mentions. I don't know if y'all's honorable mentions are ranked. Mine are. Um, I know the spreadsheet kind of implies that they're ranked. And then we are going to get into our top ten of twenty twenty three proper. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And and th- these awards, it's just very simple. It's just the movies that we talk about that we liked. Nothing crazy like deciding what is ultimately the best movie. Um, you know, nothing, no arguing or anything like that. It's just our own personal. Um taste that's yep. all this is i yep. think we're gonna offend some snowflakes this year <laughs> <laughs> yeah and uh, should also say just before we get into the list if for instance i say my number 10 movie and colt and or wenzel has it higher on their list they're just gonna say hey i have that higher and we're gonna table that discussion until we get to that movie later on in the list yeah I bet we're gonna have that multiple times probably De- definitely for 2023 stuff I-, I would be shocked if any of our 
top 10 first watches are well you know could have some similarities yeah i mean there there'll probably be a lot of overlap with me and colt just because we watch so many movies together so um yeah 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 all right well before we get into all of that though i see there's a spot on the spreadsheet for final movie count 2023 do we want to say how many movies each yes, of us watched? please i that i need to know i want to know what everybody's final movie count was so in i watched the most movies in one year i'd ever watched in 2023 i finished the year with 163 movies watched nice yeah wow yeah i went i went i was also unemployed for a month so that helped a lot um yeah that's because me me and tanner at the very start of the year said that we were going to watch 150 movies um and tanner definitely beat me uh but i hit my goal i ended the year out at exactly 150 fuck yeah um which and i did figure out last night too just because of how many 2023 films i watched i actually i watched 70 2023 films and then the other 80 are uh first time watches I think I think mine was similar. I think I watched shit when's where you're putting me on the spot. I watched 66 2023 films. Nice. So that would make 97 non-2023 films. I did do some rewatches last year, but that probably equates to about 90 first time watches for me. Okay. I, I think I watched around 60. I think I watched exactly 69 2023 movies. What was your Just final movie count nice. for the year? It, it says 127, but I swear I was at 129. But Letterboxd loves to remove things that they don't consider movies. Yeah, there was a couple of things that got removed from my list at points, specifically oh. the uh, Margaritaville and the uh, Rainforest Cafe videos. Well, That's a documentary, a life th- documentary. Those are documentaries. I will die on that hill, but um, I I will say I guess technically my final count would be one fifty one because of the boogie doc that we watched. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that got removed too. So yeah, I, I guess technically I would be at like one sixty six. But the, just going off letterbox, just make it easy. One sixty three. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but I I had the least watch here. But last year I watched 230 movies. So at the beginning of this year, I was like, "Fuck it, I'll just watch what I watch." I don't have a goal. I just want to watch over 100. That's usually yeah. the goal. Yeah, 100 is pretty easy to clear. Now, like I I remember when we first started doing these letterbox things, I was like, "100 movies? Who has that fucking time?" But then I mean, sh- like, 100 movies really isn't that much. It, like even right now for 2024, I'm sitting at 15 because Wenzel and I have just been watching freak films. Yeah, I went like <laughs> multiple <laughs> weeks this year without watching a movie. For reference, we're recording this the last the 27th of January. I'm at eight for the year, but I haven't watched a movie in probably two weeks because I've been mm-hmm. I've been a little sick boy. You can probably still hear it. Yeah, I'm sick of you already. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, no, we've been we've been really um, going through movies. And, you know, the thing is, is like after after hitting 100 now, I, I think the same thing. I'm like, it's still a good goal and I still think it's so doable. But recently or like last year, whenever I talked about on um on my bookstagram about watching 100 movies, people were like, 
a few people message me and they're like a hundred they're like that's insane i'm like yeah. i'm like really is it like but then those people same people the will time. read like 45 or 50 books in a year and i'm like how the fuck did you do that <laughs> i feel like reading 50 books takes more time and effort than i mean it, it just depends watching. where your interest i i would i would agree that i would think 50 books would take longer than 100 movies but it also just depends where your interests lie yeah you could be reading little porn books too <laughs> well, uh, for counting those i got a book count that oh yeah make you shiver okay all right. Uh, so do we do we want to get into our top 10 first watches of 2023? So yeah. are we doing 10, 10, 10, 9, 9, 9, 8, 8, yeah. 8? Okay, yeah. good. No, no, no. We're going to do it in snaking reverse alphabetical order. I'll tell you my number one 2023 first. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll tell you my honorable mention, the fourth one, though. Yeah, oh. and then I'll, I'll finish that off with my number eight first time watch of 2023. And then we'll just keep going like that. I'll tell yeah. you my number one 2021. all right uh what order do we want to go in do we want to go alphabetical colt tanner wenzel or do we want to go spreadsheet order colt wenzel tanner or tanner wenzel colt it doesn't matter to me probably you want me to go first i mean i mean it doesn't matter um oh god i you're putting me on the spot here i don't know you guys decide fine i'll go Let's, let's do spreadsheet order so we'll go colt wenzel tanner okay okay my my number, my number ten for non twenty twenty three film, Duel nineteen seventy one. Wenzel and I watched this at Tanner's house, and while Bailey was sleeping like a little chicken, uh, it was a great movie. It was super fun. Had a lot of fun. It's a fucking like nineteen seventy one seventies ass movie where this fucking little punk white man is getting chased off the road by a semi truck and it's so frustrating because he's like why is this dude chasing me what the heck it's pretty funny <laughs> but it's also a lot of fun i highly recommend you check it out because it's like a super fast i want to say like 90 to 100 minute movie it's not that long hell yeah as soon as you said watch that in my house i just assume y'all watched it while we were all hanging out and i fell asleep no, no. Uh, we were sitting on those dogs or that one dog. The one dog. Now two dogs. Yeah, I got a new dog since the last time I was on one of these. Crazy. He grew a know. third foot. Yeah, he got a new dog. Yeah, mm-hmm, shout out, mm-hmm. She's huge. She's so much bigger than when y'all when y'all next time y'all come over and see her. Y'all gonna be like, oh, fuck. It's a great Dane. I, I hope not. <laughs> we, still, <laughs> we still don't really know what she is. We'll have to find out. All right. My number 10 first time watch was also a movie me and Colt watched together. Also with Bailey. It was uh, 2005's Grizzly Man directed by Werner Herzog. Mine's higher up. All right. We'll we'll have it up. Yeah. All right. You piece of shit. (laughs) I can't believe you did that to Winslow. I swear to God, if it's number nine, you told me to do that. No, no, (laughs) no, you're right. You're right. No, you're fine. (laughs) Uh, So, well, I'll go with my number 10. My number 10 is a movie I watched during my unemployment stretch. Uh, 2019's pro mayor. uh, Nice. Oh, trigger this. I like, I don't know why I hadn't watched it yet. Like, I think y'all actually saw it in theaters. Yup. And the worst way possible. 
which I don't believe. Every time you say you weren't there, I don't believe you. So I, I, well, I you. was not there for Promare. Um, yeah, you canceled last second to Goon or Mew or Jelk, something like that. <laughs> yeah, probably. That sounds like me. Um, but yeah, it, it just, I mean, there's nothing I can say about this movie that hasn't been said, but it has just so much style. And I was really expected to be disappointed just because it had been hyped up so much to me, but it still rocked my absolute fucking socks off. And if you so, disliked it, I'd say you're homophobic. I would agree. Yeah, I'd agree. I'd agree with that. But yeah, 2019's Pro Mayor as my number 10 first time watch. Yeah, it's a great it's, movie. Well, you know, I haven't rewatched it since we watched it at one terrible time. And I and I should because that was really bad how we watched it. Yeah, my <laughs> neck was fucked by the end of that. That was the first and only time I ever ever want to sit in the front row of a movie theater looking straight up if i ever have to sit in the front row of a movie theater again i will tell them I- i'll kill myself in front of the, me- the movie people <laughs> you're not gonna like the tickets i got for imax dune 2 oh, oh god <laughs> i don't want to see a trades <laughs> but we're the, like the fucking pictures of oppenheimer where his face is all stretched from the fucking front row i actually i have a Two friends, they went and saw Wonka, but they saw it at our uh, at the McWayne Center, which has what? the actual, which has the actual IMAX theater. You know, like the screen is on the ceiling, and it's a dome. Yeah, <laughs> and that's how they saw Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> that's an awful way to watch a movie. <laughs> yeah, they said they probably wouldn't do that again. I was like, not for fucking Wonka. <laughs> Just wait. Have you ever the- seen a movie up there on the dome? I've yeah. only seen like the the movies like. For, that are made for it. Yeah, those are fun. I will not lie. It's pretty fun if you watch like something made for the dome. <laughs> not Wonka. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, sure. All right, Colt. Number nine. Number nine. Hey, is... Colt, could you real quick for me uh, put these on the spreadsheet for me? Your movies? No, you're asking too much. <laughs> yeah, Colt doesn't even have the spreadsheet open. Because I have, I typed in the first one, and uh, I'm already tired of it, man. <laughs> I was, wow. I, t- I typed in mine. I know, I know, and I appreciate that. Thank you, Tanner. Give me a goon in second, jeez. Are you edging or are you gooning? I'm joking. I don't. I see. I don't even know what that means. It's when you stretch your wiener out. Oh, oh, no! Hold up, hold up, hold up. Better PG. You take a. This is thanks to Curtis Connor. He gave me this example. Uh, you take a $5, not $5, you take a six-inch sub from Subway and you stretch it out by smashing it down into 12 inches. Oh. Okay, okay. That's joking. I understand that. But with your penis. Okay. Oh, but, the okay. Real, but are you edging or are you gooning? Joking. I answered that already. <laughs> but yeah, you yeah. need to be edging or gooning. I'm also it? mewing. Well, I would say if you're joking, you're technically gooning, right? No. Kinda, but it's not Because hard. is gooning not... Like beating your shit. <laughs> but, <laughs> that's not the same thing. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you are doing it. You are beating your shit. No, you're stretching. And you don't have to be hard. Yeah, joking is stretching. Gooning but is not you say stretching. with a hammer? No, no, that was just a reference he used. Oh, like, oh that's just if you're doing it to a sandwich. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. I thought you meant you were beating your dick with a hammer. Yeah, no. of course. No, you just pull on it and it stretches. Well, I definitely feel like that counts as gooning then. It's not gooning. 
goon seshes let us know in the comments is joking a form of gooning or edging no it's not gooning and private message tanner's twitter with examples (laughs) of joking (laughs) let me know (laughs) (laughs) all right what's your number nine number nine indiana jones in the last crusade 1989 aka my favorite indiana jones movie oh first time watching all the indiana jones movies this year loved them all every single indiana jones movie is super fun you'll have a blast watching them harrison ford actually he can be a good actor when you uh put aside the fact that he kind of he's kind of a dick he just likes crashing planes that's true <laughs> yeah who among us <laughs> among love- us hey who who doesn't like crashing the occasional airplane yeah uh, that's true that's true don't bring that up to New Yorkers. Okay. Jesus. All right. All right. Uh, let me go on to number nine for mine. Um, <laughs> mine is uh, Memoir of a Murderer. Mine's higher. Because wow. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I say that, but I knew because we had seen these movies together. So I don't know why I'm surprised. All right. Well, Table Winslow's discussion. <laughs> yeah. Uh well mine I'll go to my number nine then my number nine is a is a classic legitimately 2004's Howl's Moving Castle mine's higher oh, fuck <laughs> <laughs> I, I forgot that I attempted to watch it with y'all but fell asleep I did finish it and watch it all by myself uh but yeah okay <laughs> so it's me yeah it's you number eight. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, at number eight. <laughs> It'd be funny if uh, this is higher, but Jennifer's Body, two thousand nine. Uh, it's higher. Yep. Okay. Good. 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 We'll just never talk about these movies. <laughs> you're gonna be mad too about how high it is. <laughs> you're, you're gonna be mad about where it's at on my list. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. This one, I know for a fact. You guys have. This is just me. So it's uh 1992's Scent of a Woman. Nobody? Good. No. <laughs> Nobody. <Okay. laughs> uh this is uh Al Pacino where he plays um a blind um colonel and popcorn? um what? Popcorn? Popcorn. Cuz you said colonel. Oh, shut up. <laughs> um Yeah, so this college student at this private school takes up a job baby basically babysitting uh this guy during thanksgiving uh super bummer because al pacino constantly wants to kill himself um <laughs> who can no, relate this mo- uh this movie was uh probably uh oh gosh one of i would say one of al pacino's best because he was really freaking good uh it has that very famous scene probably you've seen everywhere anybody talk about on the internet which is him um in a courtroom yeah basically a courtroom screaming about how he would set the whole place on fire um it's very good very good very um, is it problematic yes oh fuck. <laughs> uh, a little bit uh but also at the same time it's very existential um so yeah it was it was very um is very good. I watched it on my plane ride to the Philippines. Ah, oh yeah, 
yeah, I've been meaning to watch it for a while, but it's like 152 minutes. So, oh yeah, well that sounds like a great movie, a plane movie. Yeah. <laughs> when you're going it, to a different country. Oh yeah, that's why. That's why I was like, I have to watch this because it was available on the list for movies that you can watch on the plane ride. I was like, yeah, I'm watching. That's this. fucking crazy. You didn't download it. It was just one of the in-flight movies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Seems can crazy. You, uh, can you guess what the other movie I watched because my mom just decided to watch it, so I watched it with her. Oh, I already know. Okay, good. Um, Colt knows. Uh, I don't know. You? I'm gonna I'm gonna guess Forrest Gump. No, a lot sadder. A lot heavier so, too. So much sadder. It was the whale. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I don't know why, but she chose it. And I was like, Mom, you know this is really sad, right? And she's like, Yeah, it's fine. Okay. So I watched it with her and we both ended up crying. That rocks. It's always a good time when you watch a movie with your mom and y'all both cry. Especially yeah. as you get older. It's it's so good. Uh my number eight is Jennifer's body. <laughs> I have it higher. Yeah, I know. I've, yeah, because I had it at eight too. So yeah, it's just funny. Oh, wait, yeah, that's right. I had it at the same position. That's right. Sorry. Now, uh, Wenzel, you can talk about a movie. It's Memoir of a Murderer 2017. Oh wow. This movie, so fucking good. It's a Korean film. I'm gonna go get, I'm not gonna say too much. I'm just gonna give you the letterbox description. A former serial killer with Alzheimer's fights to protect his daughter from her mysterious boyfriend, who may be a serial killer too. This movie is so good. Uh, I went in just because I saw a TikTok of the uh, car accident scene, and I said, I gotta watch that. So I forced Winslow to watch it with me, and it's a really fucking good. Yeah, I had never heard this movie until Colt just brought it up on the spot. We were trying to figure out what movies to watch, and he was like, let's watch Memoir of a Murderer. I was like, okay. Um, probably, um, gosh, I gave it a four and a half, but it's definitely probably one of my favorite movies of 2017. It's so good. There's some really beautiful shots, and it was just really fascinating to watch. So, I, a really good murder mystery. I, I would say. And only 20k people have it logged on Letterboxd, so I, I don't think that many people have seen it. I say, if you have not seen Memoir of a Murderer, watch that shit. It's really, really good. I'm adding it to the list. My list. Good. It's it's very good. The um the actor um who plays, it's uh, Sol Kyung-gu. If I'm saying that wrong, I'm sorry. Very good. Hey, he was great. Hey, oh my god, his a fucking uh, letterbox picture looks so young, but his character was an old-ass man. Yeah, he looks Ooh, so scary. old, but also so young, too. Very, yeah. Very good. Very cool. Oh, hell yeah, yeah. That's my number seven, unless Winslow has anything else to say about it. No, that's it. I uh, go into it as blind as possible. Yo, 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 yo. Tenor-san. No, it's Winslow-san. Winslow, Winslow's number seven. My number seven is Jennifer's body. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. There we go. Wow, we all, yeah, God, damn, this movie rocked. Yeah, I, lo I love that we all watched it together. Yeah, it was, uh, it's, it's definitely a great group movie. Problematic? <laughs> yeah. Extremely problematic. But you could funny. tell me the movie was from 1999, and I would, I would <laughs> be like, okay, that tracks. 
Jennifer can say the F word because it's funny. <laughs> mm, I don't know. If Pat that's said it. <laughs> oh, was Pat with us when we watched it? No, no. But it, has Pat seen it? Uh, no. What? That's crazy. The Pat. This seems like a Pat. Oh, yeah. He would love Pat it. Classic. This is very. Yeah, this is a Pat pilled movie. Yeah. Oh, I get. I, Riley watched it with us. I, I knew there was. She, she oh, popped yeah. in and out, and she's like, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah. No, she sat through it for like quite yeah, a. She bit. watched. A, she watched a good bit of it, I think. Yeah. Man, that movie rocks though. Jennifer's body fucking rules. So good. If you don't know, it's Megan Fox playing a a cheerleader who gets possessed by a, a demon and turns into a killer. And who does she kill? Her male classmates. Oh yeah, and it's so fucking funny at the same time. I, I I think that Megan Fox needs to be put in more fun comedy horror roles because that I feel like that's where she shines the best because she's really not a great actress. But in this, she was the best part of the movie. Yeah, she the, was. The, yeah, <laughs> she was so good. Um, there's really not too much. I think we can say about it. It's just something you really have to watch because like some of the stuff that we say is like very offensive of like, or that's in the movie that's offensive is so out of pocket to like, that's why it's also fucking hilarious. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's like slinging the R word at a random ass moment and the F word too. It's just, it's just crazy. It, it's kind of crazy to think about like this movie's not that old. Like it turns 15 this year and I understand it has like cult classic, status now but like it's crazy that just 15 years ago it's like yeah <laughs> let's just 15 is a long time Tanner. i mean i mean it is but 2009 at the same time doesn't feel like it was that long ago and it uh, but it is now it is that's a decade over a decade decade and a half some would say that was like oh. seven all right well Tanter. Uh, my number seven I have a feeling I'm not going to get to talk about it yet. 1995's Heat. Uh, I don't have it. Yeah. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. No, 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 no. Table it. Oh, oh, okay. you have it? Yeah, I have it. Oh, okay. then why'd you say no? No, because I was saying, yeah, no, you're going to have to table it. Okay. Well, oh, oh, I'll, the Heat's my number seven. Okay. So we're going to number six. Yep, you're number six. Number six, you can finally talk about it. Who yep, who yep, who? Hulu, who, yep, who, who? Grizzly Man, 2005. Yep. Fantastic documentary. Super happy, super fun. Watch it with your family. Werner Herzog listens to a man get ripped apart while he's still alive. And he says, No one should listen to this ever. Destroy the tape. It's so fucking good. It is just, it's devastating. It, I, I was doing a bit. It's really fucking sad. You literally watch a man like go into a, you watch him die basically, but you don't watch him die. It, it, it's like, he is a man that loves bears so much. He went into the wilderness in, I think it was Alaska. Yeah, it's Alaska. He goes in the Alaskan wilderness and he takes he records himself chilling with these bears, feeding them, like or not just feeding them, like just watching them and hanging around them. But like 
the whole time you're told that he's dead already at the beginning. So the whole time you're feeling this dread, like, Oh God, when is, when is this coming? But Jesus Christ, it, it, it will mess you up. Werner Herzog, you are a crazy German man. Is he German? He feels German. Yeah, he's German. <laughs> but yeah, I need to watch more Werner Herzog stuff after that because he knows how to destroy the human soul. <laughs> Jesus. Um, Germans do it well. Hmm. I wouldn't know. Oh, <laughs> Cole. <laughs> Ooh, I. Mm. <laughs> um. <laughs> Germans and the crazy white boy award goes to Warner Herzog. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> he loves that little Grogu. <laughs> <laughs> um God. Okay. Uh yeah. Grizzly Man, like Colt said, um, there like like I mean, there's a very it, it's it is like uh it's a horrifying scene because Werner Herzog, you sit there and you're watching him listening to this tape the final tape or the final sounds of um timothy treadwell that's the name yes of our of the of the person we're following and you're listening to him and his girlfriend at the time dying and it's so it's so just it like you don't hear it you you don't hear it but you know you know that whatever he's listening to has to be just absolutely horrific because I mean, he like, he literally cries and says like, nobody like this needs to be destroyed. Like there's no reason to hold on to this. And now we do, we do have moments where they'll say what they hear. They won't yeah. play it. They just say what they hear in it. And like, even then them reciting some of the stuff that they hear is just, just devastating. It's so sad. And and it's just so like because he he is like there's so much raw beautiful footage of him in alaska with these bears with also other animals of like a person who's like truly like truly loves nature and is connected to it i think Um, it was a he's a genuinely he was an autistic man with his special interest being bears grizzly bears like what a like man what a dangerous so dangerous because oh my god there's one there's one scene of two bears fighting and it is insane like i i don't think i've ever seen footage of two grizzly bears fighting each other but you are seeing skin and hair fly off and not only that the bear shits himself it is yeah he shits during the fight and uh it's pretty gnar it's pretty pretty fucking crazy that should be an automatic loss i would think i know it's like uh it's it's a thing when fights, when uh, animals do it mostly, but I've seen a couple of humans do it too. It's to like <laughs> make yourself lighter and to like also give you like a weird thing where they're like, Ooh, I don't want to fight you anymore. You shit yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and it was even crazier because uh, Timothy went up to the aftermath of it and it was wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Didn't he like pick up some of the poo and sniff it? Yes. Okay, I'll yeah, and he's ahead. like, oh, this is crazy. Uh, oh, it was, this is crazy. It was so <laughs> funny in the middle of all this just despair because he grabs it and he and I kid you not, he literally says he says the bear's name because he nicknamed all the bears and he says yeah. this was inside of her or him. I can't remember, but it was so. I need to watch this. I didn't even it's know this really good. This was like a thing. 
it's so good. I had never heard of it until. You let my dog watch this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I remember learning about it because last podcast on the left, Henry Zabrowski talked about it at one point years ago. And I just uh, got around to watching it this year with Wenzel in your house. Wow. Yep. Well, awesome. That's Grizzly Man. All right. Ooh, yep. And that song, ooh, yep. I, I love that song so much. Oh, my God. They play that. Whenever they start playing that, I just start I just start crying. Yeah, I've listened to it a few times, like after watching it, and it, it, I still like it, but it is a very sad, sad Dude, song. Dude, there there are songs that I cannot listen to because they're tied to like to like something in a movie or a show or something that like I will just I will start crying because it, it immediately I would just start thinking about it. It makes me so sad. And the fucking pilot that flew the camera crew there would sing his own version with his own lyrics about Timothy Treadwell. Yes. Very sad rendition. Very so sad because the people that talked about him like really like loved him. Man, I'm getting sad just hearing y'all talk about it. I need to watch it. It's a great, great great documentary. You know, oh, what is it on? Is it or is it on anything? I think we watched it on Prime, but that was a few months ago. So I, I don't know. Okay. It might have been cycled out, but yeah, it was on Prime when we watched it. Okay. All right. Well, Wenzel, what's your number six? Do you what's what, do you feel that temperature in in here? What's that? What's that certain temperature? Not oh. not when it's cold, but what, what's that other other? Temperature? I don't know, but I'm sweating with anticipation. Warm. <laughs> it's heat. <laughs> Can you imagine if the movie was called Warm? <laughs> there we go fuck i need to watch more of that man's movies man yeah man's movies hey heat two coming soon that's true i mean they got the book out so maybe also too he just no, had no, they're, like, they're they're working on heat two like i think adam driver is going to be al pacino's character maybe oh or that's oh, like really that. yeah i didn't know that I'm but curious Ferrari. how I, I just think like Heat One is so good and so different. Like they they literally rented a whole area out and using real guns with real blanks and just shot it in the streets. It was fucking crazy. You could just do that in 1995, though. Yeah. But yeah, this this movie, <clears throat> sorry, fucking rocked. I can't believe it's so unfair to me that Robert De Niro and Al Pacino and, you know, that whole gang had this in Casino, which is one of my favorite movies of all time, drop in the same year because he is such a fucking banger. It's like, it's long. Like, so you have to be ready for the, it's like nearly three hours long. So you have to be ready for the commitment. But good Lord, if it's not just like one of the coolest movies ever. So good. It was, it was, it's like such a fun time. Like all, like, like not only just story-wise, but like, everything that's happening, the action in it is crazy. Like that scene that Colt's talking about where they're in the middle of the street just shooting. Crazy. Crazy-ass movie. One of the coolest scenes ever. And, you know, I just talked about Send of a Woman. Again, another one of Al Pacino's best works. Al Pacino's a fantastic actor. Like, yeah. Godfather. Legit. Godfather 2. Fantastic film. I, I don't have to praise it because it's already getting his ass ate by every frat boy so <laughs> great movie yeah hell yeah uh, 
Yeah, and I mean, technically, Al Pacino's getting his ass ate by every frat boy, too, so. Oh, yeah, and frat, no, was it sorority girl, because he dates young. Mm. Eh, kind of, ugh. A little distasteful. <laughs> well, I mean, he, he does. Did, he did I just know. have a kid. I know, it's it's so weird. And his it's... girlfriend now, isn't she like 26, 7? Yeah, she, she's like my age, 27, 28, maybe. That's so weird. It's one of them because, you know, him and Robert De Niro both just had kids. One of their wives are, I mean, not old, but older, like maybe in their 40s, I feel like. I, I think that's De Niro. Yeah, I see. Man, that's <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Uh, I'm trying to wait. Is Robert De Niro not even married? I swear he is. I don't on I don't know. A lot of these old, old actors like because isn't there that isn't the person that al pacino's dating or he dated at one time has dated a lot of the old actors yes she's like trying to get that bag wait uh trying to get them to die i mean i don't know <laughs> no so robert de niro just had his newest kid with his girlfriend who doesn't have a wikipedia page come on <sighs> wow so nobody. Um, and then Al Pacino. I'm trying to see. I I don't think Al Pacino is married either. He's not. No. He's so. a playboy. 80 years old and swinging. 83. Yup. Yeah. Oh, Al Pacino has never been married. Yeah. Always been a bachelor. Uh, okay. So is the person he just had this newest kid with. Um, is 54 years his is younger so 50, 83 minus 54 29 Jesus yeah. that's Lord. crazy that's, that's literally how old I turned this year you have a chance <laughs> hit me up Al <laughs> alright are you are saying that if Reba hit you up you wouldn't accept no comment oh yeah yeah <laughs> uh, I mean, are we ready for I'll, my number six I'll accept I'll say it my right, number six is uh, I I watched all these movies this year. I thought this was the best of the bunch. We got John Wick Chapter Two. Oh, oh wow. okay. Uh, I, I watched all the John Wicks in the lead up to John Wick Four, um, because my mom wanted to see John Wick Four in theaters, and I was like, that sounds cool. So I watched all three of them like back to back to back, and uh, really any of the three of them could have been on this list. I just like two a little bit more. Uh, but holy fuck, what a what a film what a franchise like you know keanu you really popped off with this one i saw i saw something the other day talking about keanu reeves not being a good actor it was actually posted by a friend of the show canon uh posted like a venn diagram about like oh like good presence but bad actor and keanu reeves was like in it and i was like what the fuck are you on buddy uh, i mean <laughs> i can't i can't I can see it. I could put him like on this great actor, but I, I I wouldn't call him a bad actor. I put him on the same list as Nicolas Cage. Sure. I think Nicolas Cage is a great actor, but he also acts bad at times. Sure. But anyways, th this movie, I mean, just action straight into your veins has one of the coolest action sequences ever. The, the hall of mirrors fucking rocks. Uh, Watch all the John Wicks if you haven't, because they all fucking rule. But yeah, John Wick Chapter 2, 
was the standout for me out of the the first three. That's funny because I actually think that's the worst one, but I haven't really? seen the fourth one yet. The fourth but, one is yeah. amazing. Now, fun fact, I haven't seen the second one. What? You've seen one, three, and four? Yep. Fuck what the off. fuck? We've been over this, Colt. We've been over this. I know. It's stupid. Oh, you're stupid. <laughs> Don't ever say that to me again. <laughs> 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 no it is I, I just never got around to it. in fact last year I rewatched the first John Wick <laughs> never hit second one God, um, you, you really need to watch two I, I do think that I do think one is probably the worst because two no. is such, such a step up from one in my opinion one is my love, favorite of the three that I've seen I love the fourth the fourth is so freaking good oh so good I mean, you ready for five? Yeah, in our top fives now. All yeah. right. My number five is Ega 2012. Ega is uh, a word for fly. I can't remember the language name, but fantastic movie. We talked about it on our, I can't remember if it was Bollywood or Dolly, uh, Tollywood. We had talked it on one of those episodes. It's a fantastic movie where a man gets reincarnated into a fly after some weird murder shenanigans. And, it's Tollywood. And, and he goes on a revenge trip. It's pretty fucking funny. And I think you sh- everyone here should watch it. Uh, mainly Tanner. Because uh, when's seen it? Tanner, you need to watch Ega. It's fun. Oh, hey, you know what? Adding it to the list. Yeah. I, I will say, I didn't include any of our Tollywood or Bollywood films because we already did an episode talking about them. And because they're so freaking good, I wanted to give room for other films. Hmm. Not cold. Yeah. yeah I kind of, I kind of thought a little ahead. Uh, <laughs> I actually wanted to give the uh, credit where credit's due. So we did a whole episode about it. Yeah, and I think they're good enough to actually talk about it again. All right, go ahead, talk about it then. Talk about. It I did. More. No, no, no. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. You know what? You know what? You have forty-five minutes. There's a fly. He got Fly Brothers. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did at the beginning. And they all died because of fucking surge of water. God, but that doesn't count because he he doesn't have any actual brothers. Okay, he's reincarnated. (sighs) That doesn't make sense. So if you are born after you're reincarnated, you're born with uh, as twins. That's not your brother. Okay, fine. I see what you're Uh, saying. I was about to say he got you there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's tell your favorite scene from the movie. Favorite scene. I don't want to spoil it for Tanner because my favorite scene is the very end scene where Spirit. Okay, mode. see, he's a pussy. He can't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I definitely have it on the list. Car no, crash. He, he can't. Yeah, he can't. He. Oh my god, that was so good. <laughs> I don't even know if that's my favorite scene, just because there's there's yeah, it's maybe. Yeah, it has to be. That's I will so kill you. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely watch Ega. It's so good. You next? All right. Yeah. Uh, you guys ready? Yep, yeah. Go for it. It is 2021's Lee. Lee. No, Flea. Flea? Flea. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a great movie. Yeah, it's... Um, it's... it's uh, it's like pseudo like well no it's not pseudo it's it's an animated 
documentary about um, a man who, as a young boy, uh, fled from Afghanistan uh, to Denmark and basically kind of going over um, the seat like a secret that he's been keeping, which is him having to flee um, from Afghanistan and like talking, basically discussing it and talking about how um, how he got to this point. Um, It's animated to protect the um the person's identity as well it was very good um just a very uh i mean it's like if anybody knows anything about immigration and um refugees and just how fucking awful countries have been to um to refugees to people who are seeking asylum who are fleeing um it's just it's just a reminder of that and it's very good um and also a very beautiful film about about um his his journey um and also to like he is also like gay as well and and that scene in particular uh colt well i won't say it sorry colt knows what i'm talking about though they use a a a daft punk song that was really fucking good yeah glee has been on my list for Probably since 2021 to watch, and I just haven't gotten around to it. You should watch Flea and Grizzly Man at the same time. Not at the same time, but back to back. Then Grave of the Fireflies. Well, I've seen Grave of the Fireflies. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just like a uh, palate cleanser. <laughs> okay. I, w- I mean, I will. I mean, I mean, you know, Flea. Oh, God, I'm remembering Flea now. Um, yeah, it's sad. It's so it's so sad. But I mean, the ending of it, I would say is. Well, it's they're both based on real life things, so I can't really say it's happier, but it's um, God, I'm not going to I'm not going to say it's very good, though. Yeah, I've been meaning to watch Flea for so long, and it was a film me and Colt watched together again. And so that's why I was just like, I got to watch it because it's been it's been too freaking long. Yeah. And we watched it in your house, Tanner. We're making wow, your yeah, animals we, watch sad movies. I was say, it sounds like we should have got Bailey's list. Good Lord. <laughs> yeah, we <made> Bailey <laughs> watch it. Um. Yeah, it's very good. It's very good. Well, cool. Like I said, it's on my list. I've been meaning to watch it for years at this point. I just haven't gotten to it yet. All right. Y'all ready for my number five? Yeah. All right. I have 2014's Whiplash. Oh, I've been wanting to watch this. Such a great fucking movie jk simmons is a drumming nazi not i mean whoa whoa yes but no are you edging or are you gooning <laughs> that's what he asked miles teller several times mog 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 <laughs> but uh it's just i mean i, I think everybody kind of knows what whiplash is but if you don't it's miles teller is like this he's the little drummer boy and jk simmons <laughs> uh, he was there <laughs> he was there at the at Jesus' yeah. birth. Yeah, he was there at the birth of, birth of Christ. That's where the movie starts. And um, J.K. Simmons just kind of takes him under his wing, and things get very extreme. And you see what happens when you let uh, perfection be the enemy of uh, greatness or whatever that fucking saying is. It's so good. And the last scene still lives in my mind. I see it like once a week. So fucking good. Uh, just that's so good. The, the it, whiplash fucking rocks. Yeah, I saw it back in 2015. I want to say, and I still think about that final scene. Yeah, that that final scene is 
crazy. It's I bet so he plays good. the drums. <laughs> Colt, guess what? He does. He does. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll just, yeah, I'll just say that. It's so good. Also, Miles Teller and J.K. Simmons in the movie are fucking phenomenal. Two great, great, great performances. You think that's his best role? J.K. Simmons? Miles Teller? Miles, Miles Teller? Uh, I mean, he probably, yeah. Wrong, it's fan four stick. <laughs> I was literally thinking about the Fantastic Four. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> you know what? I've been owned. Amen. <laughs> Damn. God, like what else would I mean? Miles Teller was in Top Gun Maverick, which rocked, and he was in Project movie. X, which rocked. terrible movie. <laughs> Wait, what? What movie did you say he was in? Project X. Oh yeah, Project X. He was yeah. in um War Dogs. Don't know that one. Yeah, I haven't seen the rest of them. He's uh, that's with Jonah Hill, where they play the guy. Cocaine smugglers. N- no, it's uh. Uh, the war profiteers. Oh, yeah. Well, cool. Whiplash number five. <laughs> <laughs> my number right. four. I don't know if Wenzel has it higher or at all. Well, no, he doesn't because he doesn't give credit where his credit due. It's Masson 2014. Dude, I can't. We had a whole episode about <laughs> it. Or 2015. Did I say 14 or 15? Well, you've said both. Fuck. 15. It's, it's 15. Yeah, this movie's sad. Four lives intersect along the Ganges, a low case boy, and hopeless love. A daughter ridden with guilt of sexual encounter ending in tragedy. Hapless father with fading morality and a spirited child yearning for a family long to escape the moral constructs of a small town. Yeah, this is sad. It is a Bollywood film. Um, so, Tanner, here's what you need to watch. You need to watch Grizzly Man, you need to watch Flea, and you need to watch Masson. Uh, back to back to back. Back yes. to back to back. Okay. Um, and I promise you, your heart will not get broken. Your soul won't die. You'll be fine. Awesome. And you won't be a husk uh, walking to your bed when your wife asks what's wrong. Great. Yeah, Masson. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. It's so freaking good. Uh, like I said, we had an episode talking about it, but to kind of like talk about it again here, um, it, it's just an, it's an incredible movie um, with all these like with all these uh, storylines converging and especially that one scene with one character. Uh, Jesus. Below the bridge after the bus. Yeah. What 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 other scene would. Oh my God, man! You're gonna make me cry again. Really? You're gonna make me cry thinking about it. Jesus okay. Christ! Yeah, 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 yeah. Very Great. good acting. Very good acting. I highly recommend you watch it if you want to ruin your night. It's so good. So good. Um, L- I listen to our uh, episodes of uh, Bollywood and Hollywood. Yeah, go listen to our Bollywood and Hollywood episode. We watch a lot of good movies for both of them. Um, yeah, I I, I recommend. Um. Because I, I enjoyed doing those episodes and I enjoyed watching these movies. Hell yeah. It's on the All list. Right. Ready for my next one? Yeah. Um, nobody else has seen this. Uh, 1996. Sex. Whoa. 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 Whoa.
Um, so I'll, I'll just go off the letterbox, what it says. Uh, Cheryl, a young black lesbian, works day job at a video store while trying to make a film about a black actress from the 1930s known for playing the stereotypical mammy roles relegated to black actresses during that period. This is the first feature film directed by an out black lesbian. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, I've, I've, I want to watch this. Yeah. I didn't realize it was 1996. Yeah. Um, gorgeous. Like, it's it's crazy because it's also done in like kind of a documentary style, like quasi documentary. So freaking good. Um, I, it was so funny when I when you look up when I looked up reviews about this too. like the word raw is thrown around so much because it is it is very raw and the and the footage is so like so like beautiful, like raw, basically. It's so good. Um, and uh gosh i'm trying to think of like because i i watched this uh this is i got this on in the um this is on the criterion channel for a while and i've been meaning to watch it but it kept getting cycled out so it finally came to the criterion collection and i just straight up bought it and watched it very again very good i very uh very much recommend it it's uh a really good look into like um gosh like um <laughs> i'm trying to think how to phrase this i didn't think about this beforehand how to phrase how to say this but it's just um a really good like uh look into like um the <laughs> it's very good it's very good um is it like that. trying to talk about the jewish tunnels without trying to sound anti-semitic jesus <laughs> jesus christ no i'm just, just asking <laughs> it's it's just I, I don't know why i can't think of it it's like it's like getting like to um seeing like i guess um like black lesbians being um represented and yeah and, and see that perspective um it's very that that's like very it was very good and very fascinating is what i mean especially in 96 yeah, oh, yeah. 90, that's why yeah. I didn't think it was that old. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. yeah, yeah. No, that's that's why I was trying to make the connection. There is like it was in '96, and that's like it was way ahead of its time doing that, and that's what made it incredibly fascinating. Um, it, it's very good. That that's really all I can say about it. I I haven't really sat down to to review it, but very good. Hell yeah! Oh. I'll have to I'll have to add that one. Well. So for my number four, I seeing how y'all both went with, you know, something, you know, deep and connected with you on an emotional, personal level uh, like that. I went with uh, 2018's The Christmas Chronicles. Oh, what? I, I don't <laughs> even know what that is. Um, It's the Netflix movie where Kurt Russell is Santa. What? <laughs> y'all are going to think I'm fucking bitten. But this is one of the best Christmas movies of all time. Uh, Kurt Russell is Santa. Kurt Russell may be the only person I ever want to see play Santa Claus again uh, in a live action sense. He is so good as Santa. Uh, this is a 2.9 in Letterboxd here. You better yeah. fucking yeah, talk I about full, it. I, I went full fiver on it for reference. Um, It's about, just to give you a little bit of background, these uh, two kids, uh, you know, growing up, they were all about Santa and their dad was a firefighter. Dad ends up dying. And uh, so, like, the older brother who used to be super excited about Santa 
He's just not excited anymore. He's like a teenager in the current day movie now. Uh, he's just not excited about Christmas or Santa, but his little sister still like believes in the magic and stuff like that. And there's a couple of times in the movie where he's almost like, well, you know, Santa's not even real, but he doesn't because he still wants to be a good older brother. And they just go on this journey and help save Christmas uh, with the help of Santa because they accidentally make Kurt Russell as reindeer go fucking psycho and they like crash into a building or some shit. Um, so they have to find all the reindeer. They have to find his uh, sack of toys. They have to find the sled. Kurt Russell gets locked up in jail at one point and does like a 10 minute fucking jailhouse rock musical number that rocks. It's just, it's a great fucking movie. It's so, it, it like embodies the Christmas spirit. If you're into the cheesy Christmas movies, it just embodies that. And like, it dish- now the second one sucks ass but the first one is just so good it's like quintessential christmas movie i mean i seriously believe it's one of the best christmas movies of all time but yeah uh, so christmas chronicles check it out this next holiday season yeah it's really good or watch it this summer who cares watch it whenever you want well yeah i'm i'm glad you had a fun time it, it yeah. was awesome. It sounds like say, a Tanner movie. I will say Riley and I both cried at the end and she's not even into Christmas movies. Like I'm into Christmas movies. Uh, but we both like bald are like, I like ugly cried at the end. Like I had to go to the bathroom. All right. Well, it's, a, it's, just, a, it's, it's a 2.9 movie. Let's calm down. I was literally in the living room. Like, <gasps> Oh my God. And I had to go like clean myself up. <laughs> Jeez, you shit yeah. yourself? Uh, almost. Oh man. Well, hell yeah. yeah, though. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's it's actually really fucking good. Well, you ready for the three? I I'm ready. Three. Ah ah ah. Is Suspiria another movie that Wenzel will not give credit to because he's a punk? Oh my god, dude! We had an episode about it. <laughs> <laughs> this movie was fantastic, and it birthed a new love for Dario Argento and the uh, 1977. I just want to watch a bunch of 70s movies now. Winslow and I have been on a 70s kick, kind of, because we've been watching a bunch of movies from that time frame. Yeah, we have. Very I don't fun. know what it is. Like, There's a certain quality to them that is just... I think it's just the cameras used. They feel more professional. I don't know. It's the graininess... It goes with it. We get a few movies like that, like now, but that's just because they're using old equipment. I just miss the graininess. It's just like the grittiness of like seventies movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I feel that every every time, like I get the hunch and watch like I get it a lot with westerns. Like if I watch a western from like the early sixties, I'm like, God damn, nobody's doing it like this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Nobody does. But, nobody yeah. does do that like that. Like you'll get occasional ones with like a twenty four like indie films, but no like big budget movie ever go back to the cool swag seventies and sixties. No, I think yeah. that's kind of what I like about John Wick, really. Because I mean, it does use like the newer stuff, but it still has that grittiness of like a seventies or eighties movie. To me, mm, I think you're crazy. But yeah, it's Suspiria, fantastic movie. Dario Argento, slowly becoming one of my favorite directors of all time. I've only seen two more of his films, Tenebra and uh, Inferno. Yep. But holy crap, I want to watch all the good movies from his backlog. 
because he has he has apparently some bad ones. <laughs> yeah, like the third uh, fucking uh, mother of uh, mother of tears. Mother of tears. Yeah, that's sad. I wish it was good, but it came out in 2005, so it can't be that good. Uh, but yes, Spiria Fantastic, Dario Argento, master of set design with all his crew. And the music choice. Oh, that that one song that plays at the beginning of the movie and the end of the movie is so fucking good. It's in my Spotify playlist still. It's fantastic. No, there was uh we were watching uh Tenebre whenever uh like earlier uh earlier this month, January. Um and there was a there was a part in there where there was a really long segment of this one song that was playing. Me and Colt were just dancing. Yeah, we were like drumming like really fast and hard for like five minutes. Our arm we had to stop because the song kept going. We got, we got so tired. <laughs> it was so good though. Like oh yeah, like and and yeah, uh, Suspiria is very good. It's very fun. Um, yeah, if you didn't know, it's part of actually a. It's basically like a trilogy. There's Suspiria, there's Inferno, and then there's the Mother of Tears. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then the 2017 Suspiria is just a remake. I still haven't seen it, but I, I want to really see, see it. I want to see it. Yeah, it's my number it. three. What's yours, Wenzel? My number three um, is uh, Petite Maman. Ah, oh. Little Mama. Yep. Uh, another film me and Colt watched. Uh, this is. Um, uh, directed by uh, Celine Siama. She directed uh, Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Another banger. I'll say that because Great movie. it's um, I I really didn't know what it was going into it. I just I just keep hearing I just kept hearing so much about how good it was towards like the latter half. And I was like I was like, what is this movie? And it's only 72 minutes. It's a very quick watch, but it's basically uh, we follow this little girl and um, they're kind of in they're in her mother's childhood home and randomly her mom just uh, it just leaves. She's just gone for some reason. So she's just there with her dad. So she just starts playing in the woods and then she comes across um another little girl in the woods, her age building the same tree house. That was uh, the tree house that her mom built. And it's uh, really good. It's, I don't want to give too much away, but it's very good. It's very Ghibli esque. If I had to describe yeah, it, no. it's like a, a, a live action Ghibli film. Yeah. Close to Totoro in a way. Yeah. Oh, no, well, no crazy, like ever. no crazy, like body horror. Or no, weird, no, like stuff, but there's like, there's like, a magical sense to it. I'll just yeah, it's that. a heartwarming, uh, beautiful movie. If you ask me, it is. It that that's what. Um, yeah, that's it. Really, um, it was very sweet. I'll just say that. Yeah, and uh, we watched this at Tanner's as well. And uh, you came <laughs> yeah. in. That was whenever you went to uh, Disney World, and uh, you came in, and you're like, "You guys got to get the fuck out of here. Stop crying." So we did. <laughs> oh, was that the last movie y'all watched before I came home? Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize it was the same person that directed Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Yeah. Yeah. It's very good. Oh, um, yeah. Recommend it. Um, are y'all ready for my number three? Yes. <laughs> my number three uh, is, a docu- is a documentary. Uh, the History of the Seattle Mariners uh, came out oh. in 2020. 
Uh, it's long. Uh, damn, Colt. A little under four hours. Uh, and I'm just going to give y'all the little letterbox synopsis. I'm not going to bore y'all with baseball stuff. But every team has its highs and lows. Frustration, frustration, heartbreak, greatness, and confusion. But no other team is like this one. The Seattle Mariners are eminently lovable, profoundly human, and stunningly, outrageously weird. There is no more fascinating team across the entire history of American sports. After watching this, I'm completely sold on that. Uh, it, it's, I mean, it tells the entire history of the Seattle Mariners and just how, as a team, despite having arguably two of the best players to ever play the fucking game on their team uh, at different points, they still like were never able to get it done. And it's, it, it's, it's kind of, it's really fascinating to just read about like this little weird baseball team in the, you know, Western corner of the country. And, and it's like broken down. There's a ton of numbers. There's a ton of spreadsheets and graphs in this documentary. Again, most people would probably find it extremely boring, but I do think, uh, John Boyce, who is the director and, uh, narrator of this did a fan fucking tastic job. Uh, with it also alex uh rubenstein both did phenomenal with it i highly recommend even if you just have like a little interest in any sort of american sport or really like american history like i highly recommend watching the history of the seattle mariners okay okay sure um and it's on it's on youtube it's it's free do I have any interest in the Seattle Mariners? Boo, boo, down with the Mariners, boo. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, baseball. That's all I know. I, I, I don't know anything about hey, this. Hey, Colt stuff. was an all-star. Don't let Colt fool you. That's true. I was pretty good. <laughs> then I had that terrible knee injury and I couldn't <laughs> yeah. play the pros. Yeah, Colt tore his MCL in seven and eight. Yeah. <laughs> The the machine pitch just took him right out. In reality, <laughs> I just wanted to play Pokemon and Call of Duty, so uh, I didn't play. Anymore. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa! Let's let's calm down before you say anything you might regret. Colt. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, I, I I broke my toes, every single one of them. Okay, now you're changing the story. Uh, I don't know <laughs> if I can support you. Damn. All right, number number two, number yep. two. My number two is a movie that Tanner hates, Wenzel loves, and I also love. This movie is by one of my favorite directors of all time. Actually, scratch that, is my favorite director of all time. Whoa. He's been making bangers for years and years, and he's also directed my favorite movie of all time. That's Denny Villeneuve's Sicario 2015. I watched this movie for the first time. This year, absolute banger of a movie. I love this movie so much. I honestly don't see what Tanner hated about it. The whole movie, I was like, Tanner just likes this? I'm going <laughs> to kill him. I'm going to break his legs. Because <laughs> I was having such a blast watching that movie. And even like, it just goes so hard with, uh, fuck, what is it? Benicio Del Toro's final scene where he's sitting at the table with that. Uh, ooh. ooh, 
Ooh, Ooh. And he's like, I mean, that, that scene blah, blah, blah. saves the movie from being absolute trash. I, I and the scene where he's like in the back of that, uh, I, I can't, I think it's like a, a co- he's in the back of a cop car and he pulls over that dude. That shit goes hard as hell, too. And the scene where they're in the tunnel goes hard as hell. And the scene at the beginning of the movie when the house and the house is lined with bodies. Oh, it's such yeah. a good movie through the, and through. The traffic scene or the scene where they're, oh, yes, where I they're going the traffic to, scene where they're going into their nighttime mission. Just descending into darkness. Oh my god, so good! I want to watch it again. It's that good. It's it's a fantastic I could, oh, movie. I will say, with how brutal that last scene is, I could watch it again. <laughs> like, damn, it's that good. Wow, I Cole, I did not realize you were that high on Sicario. I gave it five stars. Wow, I, mean, I, I just, knew I, I knew Colt it. would love it. I knew Colt would love it. That's why I've been telling him for years now. Like, you got to watch it, dude. You got to watch it. It's so freaking good. And I did, and I loved it. I don't. What did you dislike about the movie? Because you're uh, dumb. I mean, it's been so long since I've watched it at this point. Did you really watch it, or did you fall no. asleep? No, I watched it. I don't fall asleep when I watch movies by myself. I know that's crazy, but <laughs> I, I think you're lying. Um, I don't. I just thought the pacing was weird. I just thought a lot of the. I, I thought a lot of the stretches in between, like the glimpses of greatness, were so bad and boring but again I, I haven't watched it since i watched it probably five years ago probably six years ago so i probably couldn't draw like an actual yeah if you ever rewatch it uh and you give it another low score i will beat you with a hammer <laughs> jesus <laughs> i will send good. benicio del toro to your house yeah I'll, I'll pop up in your kitchen i know you don't have a kitchen table but i'll, I'll put my, my own kitchen table in there i'm gonna sit at it and i'm like have a seat. <laughs> <laughs> And then you're going to tell <laughs> Bell's socks and Bailey come down to eat and, and they, they get scared, but they're like, no, keep eating, keep eating, keep it's eating, okay. keep eating. But I, I couldn't do that to Bell's. I couldn't do what Benicio does to Bell's and <laughs> Bailey. And well, I could probably do it to socks, but <laughs> so, to, to be fair, socks would probably have done something to, to warrant it. Yeah. You know, I think I'd probably be there for socks and I, I would probably shoot you first. <laughs> Honestly, Socks could be Benicio del Toro. Oh god, and he'd probably kill everybody else. <laughs> great movie, I love it. Yeah, it's great. It's well, good. Hell yeah! All right, my number two is 2019's. Uh, this is not a burial; it's a resurrection. It's okay. um. I it's another film I've been meaning to watch on the Criterion channel for a long time, but then it got announced for the Criterion collection. So as soon as the sale came up, I went and bought it and then I put it off watching it for so long. But I finally watched it, broke my heart, super, super sad, very existential as well. It's uh, it basically is this 80 year old widow is having to um kind of deal with or kind of like get ready for her like make arrangements and deal with her affairs before her burial but then the village that she's in this is in the mount amongst the mountains of um lesotho i'm just reading it off the letterbox um but when her village is threatened with resettlement due to the construction of a reservoir she finds a new will to live and ignites a spirit of resistance within her community it's really sad um it had me crying, uh, very heartbreaking too. Like I said, very existential, especially with colonialism. Um, very, very gritty. It's so good. Um, 
and it's so sad too because the uh the main our main star our main character that we follow um mantoa played by mary twala she died a year later so rest in peace but um yeah it's very good i i rec i highly recommend it if anybody can i say amen that's, that's all i'm gonna say because you gotta watch it it's, it's well, so hell yeah tell you i didn't even i don't even know what that movie is so i've never heard of it it's been on so many lists for best like movies of i think like 2019 or 2020 that's what has kept it on my radar and then it didn't get put into the collection until like i think maybe last year or the year before okay i will put it on the docket y'all ready what about you tanner shan my number two is i'm I'm honestly surprised neither of y'all have said it unless it's both of y'all's number ones, but my number two goes to 2022's Tar. Oh. Uh, y'all don't have it? It's no. Not number one. no. Wow. I, I thought this movie fucking rocked. Oh, um, Tar is really, it was really good. Yeah, it had Monster Hunter in it. <laughs> yeah, it had Monster Hunter in it. Um, <laughs> and it was in the Philippines. <laughs> God, yeah, it's so weird. Um, I mean, everybody knows what Tar is, you know, totally based on a true story. Uh, Lydia Tar is real. Yeah, Interstellar is uh, really good. Okay, uh, <laughs> the robot and it's called Tar. Oh, Tars, okay. Tars with an S. Well, we don't say that word. Jesus, what? Anyways, Tar is uh just a, a, a not real story about a not real conductor who but it's made as if you're like fuck was lydia tar a real person it's did lydia, yeah did lydia tar exist and she's is haunted she? by a ghost yeah and there's <laughs> there are a couple of scenes where there's maybe a ghost involved uh it's so good which is which is weird but uh tar goes absolutely stupid uh prob god if I, I going against 2022 films it might be my top movie of 2022 i don't know it's fucking close uh it, it, it rocks um people listening to this have seen tar so i'm not gonna like go into the semantics of it but it fucking yeah. rocks my socks off everyone i knew on anything really just everyone saw it before i did basically yeah that's how it felt for me too i felt like i was the last person on earth to see it yeah like everybody i i knew had just seen it talked about it loved it raved about it there were people talking about it as if lydia tar was a real person which really confused me before i'd even seen it because i was like what <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, I'm it's so funny that you say that about it because it's like before like a couple of months ago I was convinced that Lydia Tarr was a real person until I had to look it up and be like, who the fuck is this? And it's just <laughs> because it's and then watching it, it's done so well to where like, yeah, I could see people thinking that's a real person. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. It's such a good fucking movie, though. Like, if you haven't seen Tar, you, congratulations, you are the last person on Earth that hasn't seen it. But it's phenomenal and you should rectify that right now. Yeah, you should and actually it, pause this podcast, go watch Tar and come back. Yeah, we'll wait. Yeah, and then play Monster Hunter World because you got to get that lore. Yeah, you have to play the entirety of Monster Hunter World <laughs> as well <laughs> to understand um, this ne the next part. Yeah. 
All right. Well, I, th- I think we're ready for number ones. Number one. This is a movie that Wenzel definitely did not give where it credits where it's due because he hates doing that. That is Police Story. Hey, boy. Oh, my. We 1985. Hold, hold on. Hold on. I mean, I can't say table it, but it's also my number one. Yeah, buddy. So do nice. I shut up? Yeah. Or do I talk about it? Because Tanner's also got it and we don't. No, no, no. You be quiet. We'll wait. Yeah. Let Wenzel do his number one since he hated police story. Okay. I get it. We can talk about police story. Uh, My number one, you can make a guess about what it is. So I'll let you guess. I would have guessed police story. No, because it was a film. I said, we're going to table. Oh, shit. I can't remember. I don't remember. Jennifer's body? No. No, we <laughs> talked about that. Uh, it's not one of mine. Oh, Howl's Moving Castle? There it yeah. is. Yep. Howl's Moving Castle. Wow. I, number one. I really love it. I love Ghibli, and I love the animation for this, and I love this film. I, um, Howl is a very weird bird man. He, yeah. <laughs> no, it was, it was, I, I love this movie. It was great. Um, Again, with the, the beautiful animation and the transformations and the concept of like, um, of it, like it was just, I just, I loved this movie. It was so good. And and now I can look through the art book that I got for Christmas, uh, years ago. Yeah. I was about to say, I think I got you an art book for it like three or four years ago. <laughs> yeah. So now I can look through it. Hell it's yeah. It's just, it's incredible. It's a great movie. Yeah. I've seen it probably like four times. Love it. Every single time. Beautiful film. I love that little fire, and I love that little chicken house. Love, love Calcifer. Yes, yes. Yep. It's so good. It, it's oh man, it's so good. I like even just hearing like the opening, like now especially because it's like a pretty popular TikTok sound. But just the oh man, I'm getting chills. I'm getting chills. <laughs> oh god, it's so good. How's Moving Castles? Definitely, and like the Ghibli elite canon for me. Like I, I'd put it right up there with like Totoro and Porco Rosso for sure. Absolutely. Oh yeah, absolutely. All right. Now we can talk about police story. Yeah. But Even no, though we did a whole episode talking we don't, about it. That's the thing is we don't have to keep talking about it. We just talk about it a little bit. Yeah. My, my number one's police story with a bullet. Uh, like Winslow said, we have done a whole episode on it. We all gush about it in that episode. It is still the best non 2023 movie I watched all of last year. Oh, yeah. Gorgeous, oh, yeah. action packed. Jackie Chan hangs out of a bus. Like, <sighs> God, that, that that movie, if you if you don't know, uh, it's our the first episode we did or no second episode we did for Summer of Fisting. Um, so it's like in the three tens area. Uh, Good God, is it so good? Like this to me, like after we watched Police Story, I was like, I'm so glad we're doing Summer of Fisting so we can watch more <laughs> cool shit. And we watched a lot of really good movies from Summer of Fisting that almost made my list. Um, but Police Story is like number so head and shoulders above, like not only the rest of the movies we watched for Summer of Fisting, but like honestly, the rest of these movies on my list, like how much I liked it. Like Police Story immediately entered like. Oh, this is like one of the five best movies I've ever watched. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Oh, yeah. Oh, it yeah. <laughs> an extraordinarily large amount of ass. It's insane. Jackie Chan goes dummy mode. There's so many mo like literally from the opening scene of them destroying like this mountainside little village 
to God. Oh my God. Just every, everything in the movie was so good. Like, uh, the that mall, dude pissed his pants. The dude pissed himself. Uh, God, I mean, just the, even like the comedy in the movie, like the, where all the phones are ringing and Jackie Chan keeps having to answer them. And he's trying to like <laughs> cook his eat. ramen at the yeah. same time. And eat. it's <laughs> so fucking good. Like, I can't believe a movie like this is almost 40 years old. Cause I, <laughs> God damn, they don't make them like this anymore. <laughs> no, dude. They they don't know if um originally my um because I didn't want to talk about the films that we had done for the um, episodes. No, Police Story would be my number one um officially. Yeah, yeah. Officially, I don't know. It'd be number one. Um, it, it's so freaking good. It's so freaking good. Um, yeah, it, it rocks. I like I said, go listen to our episode about it. I think we went like an hour just breaking down the movie, and it's one of my favorite episodes we've done yeah <laughs> but it, god this is such a such a good ass movie still need to watch all the other police stories yeah still need to watch all fun. the other ones but holy shit police story one is just an absolute master class for this next part we're going into our top 23 films bam boom here we are but we're going to start with honorable mentions first which is basically yeah. going to be 15 to 11 yeah. yeah it's not top 23 films period it's top 2023 films <laughs> yeah Winslow said top 23 films i was like oh, oh i'm sorry only top 15, 23 bro. films sorry and let me correct it top 23 films we're gonna talk about our 23 favorite films <laughs> oh, of that's what you said <laughs> i know but i'm i'm correcting it to make it sure it's official um and we are we are doing same rules if there's something on somebody's honorable mention list that somebody has higher not just in the honorable mentions, but if it actually made their proper top 10, we're going to table the discussion until we get to it. Yep. 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 All right. Well, I, I think without further ado, Colt, let's, let's go for it. So basically these are like all mine are in order. So this is basically number 15. Yeah. That is talk to me. The new horror movie from those silly mm. internet brothers. It's a fun time. They got a hand that speaks to the dead. And there's some bloody action. It's one of the best horror films of um of last year. Yeah. I um it's so fucking good. I'm, I'm very excited. I missed your list. Yeah, no, it's not on my list. Um but to to be fair, I gave it I gave it four and a half, so it's still, you know, very much um very much a good film. But it didn't make it on my honorable mentions or my uh top ten. Um very good. I'm very excited for Talk to Me too, and for oh, whatever yeah. the Racka Racka brothers do. Oh yeah, they're gonna get something happening, and I think it's gonna be something great because they've already hung out with Kojima on multiple occasions. <laughs> I wonder if they're involved in that thing with uh, Jordan Peele's kind of involved. The with. horror yeah. horror project. I, I'm I'm curious too, actually, about that. I didn't like Talk to Me, but I do understand. Yeah, we know. We know, but, yeah. but I do appreciate that it did something really new in the horror genre. So I'm still excited for what they do next. Tanner doesn't like horror movies. They're not my favorite genre of film. So don't take his opinion. Uh, if, if, when, if Tanner ever gets his opinion on horror movies, throw it in the trash and say, I don't <laughs> listen to pieces of shit. So just say that. Yeah. Yeah. You could say that. <laughs> um. I gave it four and a half stars. I, I loved it a whole lot. The It was horrifying. The uh, spirits, they were just like, ah, oh, 
Uh, and they're like, whoa, <laughs> it was <laughs> it was brutal. And it was it went in a route that I didn't expect it to go that I was just like, wow, that's it, it's really fun. Um, Very good. Very good. Well, hell yeah. Now, what's yours, Wanzel? Uh, Mine is uh, EO. EO. Oh, EO. EO. I didn't get to see that. We tried watching it at Tanner's, but it wouldn't work. No, we actually tried watching at your house, Colt, but that doesn't matter. Um, we we did try That's to watch. <laughs> do, do we need like an asterisk for every movie y'all watched at my house, but I wasn't there? <laughs> <laughs> we could. <laughs> oh, um, Lord. Yeah, EO, EO is a very, uh, not sure, it's like 88 minutes, but it's a very um, short and not particularly sweet. I don't want to say just because it's a very harrowing journey of a donkey trying to reunite with his um with his handler and um and all the people he meets on the way but there's a really cool scene let's just say it involves him and uh special ops. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> no, no. It, no context, actually. Yeah, no context. Yeah, that's that's all well, I'll say about it. I want to see this because I, I like the idea of it, so I, I got to see it at some point. Yeah, yeah. It's, def- it's definitely on my list. Yeah, and it's it's again one of those movies I keep seeing people talk about. And I'm like, I gotta find out what is going on here with this goddamn donkey. Um, and yeah, I get it. <laughs> I get it. There's no dialogue, obviously, from the donkey. Um, but I get it. No internal monologue where he sounds like. Uh, the uh, FBI boss from American Dad, Patrick Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> no, sadly, no. Damn it's hard. um, no. It's just it's uh, and um, it'll make you sad. I'll say that too. It'll make you sad. Hell yeah. Um, well, I guess my number fifteen or my first honorable mention. Uh, I'm going the Iron Claw. Ooh, Shelve it. Ooh, table it. Shale. Wow, I'm the fucking wrestling guy. Wow, that's yep. crazy. <laughs> I, I expected that to happen, but I'm still kind of shocked. All right. Oh. My number 14 is Skinema Rink. Nice. This movie is so good. Another movie that Tanner is too dumb to understand. And so stupid. <laughs> no, I understood it. I understood it. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, I know. I fucking got Skinema Rink. I don't think you get understand that we have a Skinema Rink on our hands. Bailey loved it so much. She even watched it with us. She yeah, liked she, it watching with you. And she's like, this is so good. I'm going to watch it with them. Yeah, ba- Bailey watched did, Rink twice. <laughs> yeah, she watched it with us. Like she was up like and like she was actually staring at it. That's not a bit. She actually watched it with us. She No, my animals legitimately will sit and watch movies. No, and I think Socks even came down to watch it again, too. He watched yeah. a little bit of it and then he left. Yeah, yeah, I think Socks is like you because he gets scared and he runs away. <laughs> I will say Riley and I still have a really good bit from Skinamarink. It's not in the movie, but we'll just go around the house when it's dark and we'll just go like Skinamarink, dinky dink, Skinamarinky doo. <laughs> Even though it's not in the movie, but yeah. that's that's where Skinamarink <laughs> bit. Also, the in this house, in this house, in this, in this house, house. In wasn't this in the house. movie. No. Yeah. Because me and Cole fucking were- love this movie. It scared the shit out of me, and I it made me feel like I was seeing shit in Tanner's house, and the doors were disappearing. 
Yeah, no, we had a we had an actual skinamarink um situation at Tanner's house. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. I haven't heard about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Uh your windows disappeared. Uh, your doors disappeared at some point. At some point the door to the bathroom disappeared, so it got really messy at some point. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, it was bad. It was bad. But we figured it out, don't worry. Yeah, again another movie I'm shocked did not make Wenzel's list. <laughs> Yeah, I I wanted there were so many good movies. So Wenzel many. rated a lot of movies five star. I guarantee every single movie he's gonna say is five star rated from him. These two are four point five. I, yeah, I will say it so let me see where it stops and it starts. Okay. Give me just a second. Boom boom boom. Okay, so I have a oh wow, that's funny. Um, I have twenty three films from twenty twenty three rated five stars. Yeah, <laughs> holy shit! I've got like twelve. Damn, something like that. I have six. I, bro, I just love watching movies, and there was a lot of good movies I I really loved last year. Yeah, no, last year was a great year for movies. Like, and I watched a lot of you know said it before seventy. So like. There was a lot to choose from, and there's still films I got to watch. Yeah. Yeah, that's like me. Like, so far, like, already I'm like, oh, I got to add EO to the list. Even though EO is on my list, I just haven't watched it yet. And there's a lot of movies, I I assume, once we get in our top tens, that I'm going to be like, I haven't seen it. But I will say we have gotten luckier because now in our area, it seems like we we pretty much get most everything. Yeah. Dude, we we get almost everything, and, yeah. and it's crazy too because there's like there's some films though that are like if there'll be some films that then I'll just randomly see a ton of people talk about or have been talking about that we just haven't got, and I'm just like fuck. Yeah. Dude. The zone of what interest. Is, is it zone yes, of interest? I was about so. to say sound of freedom. No, Sound of Freedom had quite the run here. It did. It was it was the theaters here three months for a while. Dude, our theaters got fucking well, I'll say it later, but yeah. Uh yeah, Zone of Interest cuz I just saw one of uh a, a mutual who had just just seen it in theater and they live in Florida. I yeah. saw a post from A24 on TikTok. It was a clip from the movie of a guy fishing. Yep. And then I checked the comments and it said, now streaming, not streaming, now playing worldwide in theaters. And it showed the date as like 120, uh, whatever this Friday was. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it, it go, it went nationwide either yesterday or this upcoming Friday. Okay. But it should be in our, it should be in our theater. It should be in one of the AMCs around here, like within the next week. Because I really want to watch that movie. I got to see it. Yeah, I, de- I definitely want to see it. But so cool. Cool. Skinamarink 14. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, Skinamarink is so good. It, it's. It, oh, my God. It, it's I just, understand why it's not for everyone. I, I really do. Definitely. Yeah, I, I definitely get it. But like it has that certain level of weird and creepiness that really just makes me love it so much because there's no there's nothing else like it. And that's what really captivated me about skin rink yeah you gotta watch it in a pitch black room with nothing the only light coming from the tv oh yeah absolutely and then you gotta have a little toy that little toy phone right next to you yeah and And ideally you're watching it with my dog yes (laughs) ideally bailey is there bells has never seen it she's still too young 
Yeah. Uh, when we watch your house again, we'll make her watch some pretty crazy stuff. Yeah, I was about to say y'all are house sitting in March. So <laughs> Yeah, we gotta watch we gotta watch crazy shit. Okay. Yeah, uh, uh fuck, what's that one movie where the dude fucks his family's corpses? Serbian film? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus Christ, Colt. Okay. It's not a good movie. I'm just thinking of a fucked up movie. <laughs> You've seen it. I don't know why you were confused. <laughs> why? <laughs> okay. Um I, I saw it when I was like 12, okay? Which is God not a good age it. to watch it. Mm. No, Colt, you were older than 12. I, 13? No, we watched it at Cody's apartment. You were definitely in high school. I was like 13, 14. You were definitely in high school. No, Colt wasn't in high school because I remember him telling me about it in middle school. Are you sh- yeah. yeah, I feel like we... I don't, I don't know. It was. I, I know we watched it in Cody's apartment, however long Col- ago that was. Colt was like 12 or 13, and I remember him telling me about it, and then I remember... um being like, wow, I never want to see that. You know, I guess that makes <laughs> sense, because I d- definitely don't have it on Letterbox. You forget, Tanner, I'm 16 years younger than you. Yeah, I guess it's... Oh, God. <laughs> you forget, Tanner. How I'm long like, ago did Cody live in the apartment? I guess it's probably close to 10 years ago. It was like early 2010s. Yeah, I guess... Shit, I guess you're right. I wonder if it was 2013. Yeah, that, that's... Shit, so I, I probably was in high school when I watched it. <laughs> shit, okay. <laughs> I, there we I, go. All right. All right. Get ready, Bells. Please don't. No, that movie's not going to. It's not allowed. No, we're we're not watching no, no, that. No, I, no. I won't. <laughs> I, if Colt ever bring ever tries to show it, I will kill him first. Yeah, I got the 4K copy, so uh, let's watch that. <laughs> Colt, Colt got the Criterion rip. You know, it was so funny because it was like the other day I was looking at all these films that like got like you know Blu-ray. Um, finally got like blu-ray copies or got put on disc finally or whatever and like in in the recommendations one of them was fucking serbian film i was like That's, fuck no ah, fuck off crazy never but there are some freaks out there that want that there's yeah fucking weird yeah what's your weasel uh mine is uh godland godland Eight. i'm not blanking uh oh why is it red hold on that's weird. Oh shit! Terminator's at Wenzel's house. Sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it's uh, it takes place in the uh, 1800s, and it's about a Danish priest that travels through Iceland to build a church and photograph its people, and um, it's kind of like um, it's basically like everything is against him. Not only the people, but the land itself, and not only like he like it's it's really. It's really good. It's a very like really good like snap sh- not snapshot, but like really good view or look at the uh Iceland and its la- landscape. But then also too of like what it, what people um the Icelandic people in the 1800s were like and kind of um in in that historical sense. It's really good. Really good. Um this fucking dude trying to bring Christianity to this place and how he just fucking is just it's really funny. Um, there or uh, there's some really funny parts. Like, um, uh, there there's like one part where he's trying to take a photograph, but he can't take it, and uh, he immediately blames it on Satan. Oh it's hell so yeah! That makes sense. Um, but yeah, no, it's just it's really good. It's it's so long though. It's 143 minutes. Ooh. Um, but it it you don't really feel it. 
it's so good um like seeing seeing the landscape and the moments too it's it's just it's incredible it flies by really um it was it's again one of those films that um it uh it got an exclusive streaming um premiere on criterion people have been talking about it i saw the trailer for it and i was like okay i gotta watch it and i watched it finally and it's very good i recommend it hell yeah i'll have to add i haven't even heard of it so i'll have to add that all for, right yeah my 14 is uh susume oh oh okay i know A little chair yeah yeah um this is the chair anime movie for somebody, uh, you know, also called uh, "My Life Reincarnated as a Chair," um, I, I something this movie still sticks with me. Like it's so beautiful. Like the premise on it, like on paper, is extremely silly, but just like watching the movie, the animation's gorgeous. Oh uh, yeah, so seeing it in theaters was excellent move. Uh, yeah, I mean, it just fucking kind of rocked my socks off uh in a way i didn't expect it to like yeah like it's really a stuck with me like all year i was like man that is like just a phenomenal movie i think even people that don't like anime would enjoy it oh yeah that's Uh, what your name and uh weathering with you same trilogy ish yeah because they're apparently in the same universe yeah they're all in the same universe um yeah i I would put it on the I mean, I like your name a little bit more, but that's oh, also, yeah. that's also comparing. That's an unfair comparison because I hold your name in such high regard. Um, but Susume, I think, and, and it's like not. It doesn't have like the anim the anime tropes that would like confuse people. Be like, well, why the fuck did this happen? Like, it's it's a very straightforward movie, but it's just done with excellent execution. So yeah, I highly recommend going and checking out Susume. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. I, I agree. You said it perfectly. Um, that little cat. I love that little cat. Oh, yeah. That cat became an internet sensation. I, I'm just remembering it now. No, Suzume was in my top 10 for the longest time, but uh, mm-hmm. watched so many movies after that, it got bumped down. Yeah, like we saw, I'm trying to think when we, it was early in the year when we saw it, but it is stuck in my top 10 for it, a long ass time. It was right before it was in March. It was before I left to go to the Philippines. Yeah, yeah it, stayed in my, it stayed in my top 10 till probably like mid fall. Yeah, I was. Gonna, it was in my top 10 until we went to sidewalk. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, but great, great fucking movie. I, I don't I'm just going to assume it's on Crunchyroll, maybe. Um, I think so, because Crunchyroll has been adding a lot of movies. Yeah. And it seems like your name weathering with you and that would be like essential yeah yeah, yeah. I, I i would agree um but yeah go go watch susume even if you're not like an anime person which i've known people that are not anime people that have recently gotten into anime movies and they really like them this is this is another one i think which sounds like they were judging a whole genre off of oh, no it totally is they were judging yeah. the genre based off of all the bad tropes and you know kind of a toxic fan base for certain shows i've uh, only i've only read about people like that if i ever meet anybody in real life like that who who does that i will um i will make sure to have tomatoes and i will throw a tomato at them yeah but i'm, I'm gonna preaching. go ahead and say people that think like that they're racist <laughs> i'm i'm <laughs> preaching the good word so let's 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 hope more uh more people watch movies like that but yeah susume rocks go watch it 
you might have a little tear, a little tear, and a little chuckle. Mm-hmm. It's a great time. Y'all ready for the next one? Hell yeah. Yes. My next one is a movie. It's an animated film that was a whole lot of fun, and it's got me craving. Where's the rest? Where's some more? Feed me. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. Table it. Absolutely. Table it. Oh, Gonna talk shit. about it later. Oh, <laughs> shit. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. All what's, right. what's yours? Mine is, I don't. It's the Iron Claw? Table it. Table it still? Okay. Ow. All right. Are y'all ready for my 13? Yay. My yeah. 13 is a movie that just has me going. I want to see more. Where's the rest of it? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, Colt and I weirdly had this movie ranked the same. Uh, God damn, though, this movie fucking rocks. Yeah, it did. It's so fucking good. Those kids. The, my favorite moment is uh, the... Uh, don't forget the Bev. Oh, uh, the, the Bev, the Bev. Hey, let me get a bacon, egg, and cheese Aki way. So good. I and love. Like, uh, I love when Donatello is uh, getting beaten with his own stick, and he's like, "Now he's molly whopping me." <laughs> also, love that there's a Gojo sticker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I love everything about Donatello. What's yeah. his name? Uh, Ant Man. What's Ant Man's name? Oh. Um, wait, are you talking about the guy that plays the lizard? Oh, Paul Rudd, Paul Rudd. Rudd. Yes. I love the lizard played by Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd is such a, he's so good at playing a fucking surfer bro ish skate bro lizard. Oh my God. Yes. I I just got a brain blast of another when fucking they bring in all the cutouts of the, of the different Hollywood Chris's and they're like, is this what you want from earth from, from the above? And it's like a, it's like a real human cutout of like Chris Pine and Chris Pat, Chris Pratt, and maybe Chris Hemsworth. It's like all the Hollywood Chris's. Dude, God. I forgot about that. <laughs> God, it's such a good scene. God, I really want to see what the Shredder is like because this was so good that they're definitely gonna make a sequel, and we're gonna get the Shredder eventually. I want to yeah. see their Shredder. Well, they they tease it at the end. Yeah, so spoilers, but whoa. You know, we're talking about our favorite movies of the year, so I guess we should say there probably will be light spoilers for stuff. Oh shit, we didn't say that. Uh there's gonna be the light spoilers. Uh <laughs> for we're not gonna get too hardcore into it. No, no, we're not. But should have mentioned that. Yeah, but hell yeah. Uh yeah, this movie caught me off guard. Like I was excited to see it and we all saw it together, but I think we all came out of that movie being like, Man, that fucking raw. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was just a pick me up fun blast. Yeah, yeah, it absolutely was. Hell yeah. All right, Colt, you're 12. All right, number 12. I don't think anyone else has it higher, but uh, Evil Dead Rise. This movie was fucking awesome. This is one of my favorite Evil Dead films. Evil Dead 3 is still my favorite, but Evil Dead Rise is so damn good. It has me craving even more Evil Dead films created by this same director because holy shit they did fantastic and the one the main woman in this movie was so damn good she is i hope she becomes the modern evil dead ash because she's just that good but damn evil dead rise so fucking good so cringy with with the gore and like 
not like a bad way. It's like, oh, ah, that's grody, gra- a glass going through the skin. Okay, you say that, you gotta watch the Evil Dead remake. Fuck it, we're gonna watch that with Bailey and Bells. Yeah, we'll watch it. <laughs> but fun. God, I'm telling you, the remake, the remake is my favorite. It is freaking good. I'm just like, saying for future reference, we need this lady to continue on for if we continue another Evil Dead movie. Sure, but I just got to tell you, you need to watch the remake. No, I don't think I will. Well, I just said we were, we are, so. <laughs> yeah, Evil Dead Rise, great movie. Watch it. You'll love it. If you uh, like Evil Dead, I think you'll love it. If you like the new Evil Dead TV show, I think you'll love it. Just it's just fun. It's it's very good. I I really enjoyed it on my second watch. Hell yeah! I think Raleigh and I were actually watching it at one point, and I think our power went out. I think it was storming, and our power went out, and we just never finished it. But I liked the like the first half hour or so. Oh hell yeah! It, it's good. It's good. All right, Wenzel, twelve. Damn. All right. Dream scenario. Excelvet. Damn it. Wow. God, the one movie I almost I was literally sick at home this past Monday and I was like, I'm about I'm about to watch Dream Scenario. And I watched Bleach instead. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a good uh double feature day. Dream scenario and Saltburn. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. All but right. what's yours, Tanter? My number 12 may come as a surprise to some of y'all, but I'm going Barbie. Shelve it. Sh- just kidding, I don't have it. Wow, wow, okay. Shelve it. Okay, I'll shelve it, but yeah, my number 12 is Barbie. Dick Rad much? Uh, my last number 11 honorable mention is Evil Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part <laughs> 1. <laughs> Did you Tom Cruise. What? You accidentally mix your list up or something? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but I'm gonna go with it's an evil movie because Tom Cruise is in it and he's a Scientologist. So it's an evil movie that's super good. It's so fucking awesome. The whole AI at the bottom of the scene stuff. A, a bottle of the sea. Ooh. Whoa! Spoilers. I need part two. I don't know. I'm hoping they do a part two, but apparently this movie bombed at the box office. So I don't know if we're going to get a part two. No, I think they're just renaming it. They're renaming it. That's yeah. no, there's going to be a part two. They're just renaming it. Yeah. There better be. Cause I, I want to see what happens. I still got to see it. I love every mission impossible movie. And I just did not get the chance to see dead reckoning in theaters. I saw fallout before we went and uh, watched it and fallout's great. It's was my favorite mission impossible movie. Dead Reckoning is now my favorite Mission Impossible oh, movie. Uh, see, that gets me even more excited because Fallout is my favorite with like a bullet. So, and I will say too, Dead Reckoning, horny. Oh yeah, no, I mean uh, they're all horny. I love <laughs> Vanessa Kirby. We I think we've talked about it on an episode before, but Vanessa Kirby, I love you so much. You're so good. I mean, right. like it was it was Vanessa Kirby, Haley Atwell, and um, Tom Clementieff. Ooh, ooh. Oof. You gotta watch this movie, Tanner. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It's it's okay. I, Tanner's I'm, married, I'm, so let's calm down. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna watch it this year. You gotta sure. watch it for Tom Cruise too, because Tom Cruise is still a great actor. As much as like people wanna hate him, 
he's a very good actor. He's I, I, very good in action movies. Absolutely. I mean, the dude is so fucking weird, but like, dude's a is an action star. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it's undeniable. I, literally, I could not imagine another profession besides Scientologist king. I don't remember. Uh, I was going to say like <laughs> besides, like being a Scientologist like priest or king or yeah. something. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> He's a level eight Scientologist. I I don't remember the rules. But hell yeah. Hell oh, yeah. Wizard, what's your 11? This might be shelled. So Guardians of the Galaxy. Shelve it. it. Yep. Yeah, okay. All right, Tanner, what's yours? All right, my number 11 is uh, a movie we actually saw at Sidewalk Film Festival. Parachute. I don't know that. Oh, nice. Um, It is... Let me... Because I... I I'm going to be honest. I don't think there's a way to watch this yet outside of the like film festival circuit. No, there's not. It it's it has not gotten out of the circuit yet. Um, but I, I just to give you like the letterbox synopsis. Riley has recently been uh, discharged from rehab after struggling with food and body image issues. She sh- soon meets Ethan and finds herself navigating the line between unconditional love and a new addiction. Uh, I it rules. Uh, our kid Cuddy's in it. Uh, Batista's in it. Uh, Joel yeah, McHale, Joel McHale's <laughs> in it. Like, uh, and like our our leads, uh, Courtney Eaton and Thomas Mann. They're they're all fantastic. Uh, they it really does like it really shows like uh, also like huge trigger warning for this because there is a lot of like gross shit in this movie especially with like body dysmorphia and eating disorders and stuff. Yeah. And, like there was a couple of times, like I'm sitting by Winslow and I'm like, ah! like I yeah. like shield my eyes. Like it's gross. Um, but it's no, it's really fucking good. I, I don't want to give too much away just because like, there's not, I don't even think there's an, an illegal way to see this yet. Um, <laughs> but no, it, it rocks whenever it comes to, I have to imagine it probably comes to streaming at some point this year. Uh, highly, highly recommend it because it, it really just shows like this, you know, not all relationships are good. Yeah. Like, it, like I always, I always pair this with past lives just because past lives, I think is a really like good and healthy way of like mm-hmm. navigating relationships. Yeah. But like for that age and then for this one, this one is like for people younger navigating tox- toxic college age past lives. You kind of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, and we just saw this on a whim, too. We were just like, we can't see this other movie. So let's go watch Parachute. And- yeah. Th- yeah. This was a complete. Ac- this is just scheduling conflict is the reason we saw it. But yeah, it it, it, it rocks. Yeah. D- directed by same lady from uh, Pitch Perfect. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, the the redheaded girl from Pitch Perfect directed this. Yeah, very very good. It, it's actually on my list of like uh, films I've rated five stars. It's like the twenty third, so the, yeah. it's like the last one rated five stars. Yeah, it barely missed my top ten. I mean, this this in my ten could honestly switch spots, and I would see no qualms with the list. It was hard deciding my honorable mentions and my top 10. I was switching stuff around so much. All right. Well, speaking of top 10, are we, is it top 10 time? Oh yeah. Top 10 time. Get to it. Here we go. My number 10 
is a movie we can talk about now. It's a dream scenario. Oh, wow. Finally, for fuck's yep. sake. Yep. Every movie from here on, it's five, or Mission Impossible was five, but everything else on the honorable mentions was 4.5. This movie is so good. Nicolas Cage plays a man that everybody just dreams about. And uh, it's pretty fucking crazy. It's crazy. Because <laughs> it starts off, I'm not going to go too spoilery, but it starts off with uh, him uh, just doing nothing in the dreams. Like something bad's happening to the person. Like, for example, a plane crashed and like uh, luggage and random items are falling from the sky. And uh, he's just sitting there raking some leaves, not saying anything. And it was his daughter's dream. Uh, and then other cases, it's uh, it goes a little crazier. Without it, getting it, spoilery, yeah, not getting spoilery, but like it starts to like, um, escalate pretty quickly. Yeah, because it starts out with him just being there, not doing anything, not saying anything to the person dreaming. And, and it's so funny because then the then the movie takes a turn where it's just like, whoa, what? <laughs> not like a crazy turn but like it's just a really funny turn that's just like hell yeah so fuck i'm just remembering the fart scene <laughs> the farts okay that's that not was, even the craziest thing that happens I, in the scene that, <laughs> that's not the craziest thing and that's not what i was referencing but that scene is funny as hell um there it's in the latter half of the movie where it's like it takes like a like it's really interesting um is very good. Nicholas Cage just <laughs> he just God knows how to play weird guys. Michael Sears in it, which is yep, really fun. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think Tanner would love this. I think everyone. It's just a fun time. Everyone should watch this movie because it's so good. Yeah, I, I want to. After I saw the trailer, I was like, I have to see that, and I just I couldn't fit it in. I I would put this personally with like one of Nicholas Cage's best films. Yeah, it's I it's agree. very good. It's very good. Yeah, it's my ten. Hell yeah! All right, uh, my top ten is past lives. Table it. Fuck. Okay. Oh, all right. Well, <laughs> it just sounded so defeated. Like, oh fuck. Okay. <laughs> uh, my number ten is bottoms. Okay. I haven't seen it. Oh, wow. Okay. I definitely thought it was going to be on Wenzel's list somewhere. Okay. But I will say for you is, so I had to rearrange my honorable mentions because Bottoms was literally number 11. Mm. But, but uh, I wanted to talk about some other stuff. So I, I just, I've just moved it out. And I'm like, okay, but Bottoms, hell yeah. Yeah. Bottoms, uh, again, we actually got to see this at Sidewalk, like opening weekend. Like it just so happened to be at the film festival, but it was like it's actual movie premiere weekend. So we saw it in a packed theater. Um, so I, I like the enjoyment everybody got was so good. Uh everybody in the movie kills it. Uh shout out fucking Oh my god, why am I why am I blanking? Oh, son of a bitch. The woman what? that was in that one Jewish movie, I can't remember. No, Cheetah no, baby. No, I'm not even talking about her. <laughs> Are you talking about an actress? No, I'm talking Marshawn Lynch. As, oh, as, as Marshawn Lynch was so freaking funny. No, I, obviously, like Rachel uh, and I and AO, IO, 
were incredible in it, and it's a great movie. But Marshawn Lynch was like, "Damn, <laughs> <She's> like <laughs> it's so was, funny, so funny." Uh, it, and and the thing is, I need to rewatch it just because it got so loud in that theater from people laughing so hard. Yeah, it did. The, some of the stuff was like missed because people were laughing for very long and very hard. Uh, also has one of the craziest endings I've ever seen in a movie. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to say maybe one of the best scenes ever to take place on a high school football field. And uh, Oh, hell yeah. But it, it fucking rocks. But yeah, bottoms is mine. <laughs> oh my God. I'm remembering one of the things that happens on that field. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> but yeah, b- bottoms uh, number 10 for me. <laughs> hell yeah, dude. Number nine. I'm not sure if uh, Tanner has it higher, but... Uh, that is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Table it. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. My number nine. We can finally talk about it. Is Barbie. Okay. A Barbie girl. All right. That's it. We don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> <Let's go. laughs> I'm so glad that Ken is finally getting the stuff he's needing uh, <laughs> and recognized for. My thing is, like, it got so many nominations. I'm not mad. Uh, like, fact that, uh, uh, fuck, Margot Robbie didn't get things. I'm mad that it got so many nominations. It felt like Barbie stole so many spots that could have been there for any other movie, especially in the song category. Barbie doesn't need to be there three times. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I have Barbie at number nine. And it's one of my favorite films. I enjoyed it a lot. But like there are like even in my honorable mentions, there are films that like I would say like. Like in different like aspects, steel that like Barbie just. Well, maybe not in my honorable mentions. Oh, well, yeah, I think EO <laughs> the donkey. <laughs> uh. What I'll say about Barbie, I I really enjoyed it. Uh, I it's a great movie. Do not get me wrong. Uh, obviously, it's like one of my favorites of the year. I just talking about the Oscar stuff. I think it's weird that that's like the hang up from everybody. Like, I can't believe Margot Robbie didn't get a Best Actress nom. I'm like, first of all, Best Actress this year is fucking stacked. Yeah, as compared to Best Actor, which I felt like was a much more wide open field. Second of all, at no point uh, am I watching that movie where I'm like, man, this is like just an incredibly directed movie and Margot Robbie has to win Best Actress for sure. Like, I, and to be fair, I didn't think that about Ryan Gosling. I, I didn't watch that movie and think, oh, he should definitely be nominated for Best Actor. But again, much more wide open field than Best Actress was this year, in my opinion. Um, But, I mean, it's a great movie. Like, I feel like yeah, just because so many people, I think it's like the most watched movie on Letterboxd ever now. Um, so just, I mean, everybody and their fucking mother watch Barbie. So I, I just think with that, you're just going to get very loud people talking about it in one direction or the other. People are like, oh, it's not a good, no, it's a great movie. But people are like, this is the best movie. And now it's like my whole identity are also like equally weird. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I, um, 
Like it's a fun time. Yeah, it's a super fun time. It's a great movie. Like even uh, fucking uh, Ryan Gosling was like, okay. Well, uh, thanks for the Ryan, award. Ryan got it was so funny because that that it's now a gif where Ryan Gosling looks confused. So funny because uh, somebody's been using it for like whenever like Ryan Gosling realized he has to actually perform now or something. I can't remember what it was, but it, it's so good because it's just like he's even surprised. Like, what the hell? Like, like, again, don't get me wrong. Like, I have it on number nine. It's really fun, especially the Ken ken like that whole the, the dance number and everything like that like i just had a fun time so i put it at number nine but like for it to like it like like tanner said just like you have like both sides of the spectrum where you have people who just absolutely love it to the point where like that's their whole personality and then you have people who absolutely hate it and that's their whole personality and it's just like fuck off like let's just enjoy it and move on <laughs> yeah Why yeah like yeah but i mean again i it sounds like we're shitting on the movie but two of us no, had it in no. our best movies of the year i gave it four and a half yeah yeah I, that's, I also that's went, high yeah i also went four and a half on it i mean it rocks just oh, I, I obviously i went five because i just <laughs> i really enjoyed it everything about the patriarchy <laughs> this is Dude, what the patriarchy is it's all about scene, horses the scene in my head where uh barbie goes to uh ken's mojo dojo casa house and she's like, well, I'm just thinking that I'm, you know, I'm with the patriarchy now. And Ken's like, let me go think about this. And Ryan Gosling goes around the corner and just goes, sublime. Like, yes. that's so fucking good. It's, that I think about that scene every day. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's so good. It's just, it's just too funny. Screaming so- sublime. Like, it's just, God, it's so good. And also, I, not a secret that I'm a huge Greta Gerwig stan. I mean, yeah, I've, I've been on this podcast. I, I love Lady Bird. I love Francis Haw. Little Women kicks fucking ass. But maybe let's slow our roll on, on some of the stuff. All right. Uh, are, are what's are yours, Tanter? My number nine? Uh, yeah. Is a movie I am shocked made the list. Shin Common Rider. Ah, oh, okay. Definitely didn't make mine, but hell yeah, I respectable. Uh, I, I don't know. I am not familiar with the Common Rider universe at large. That would be a question for recently deceased Patrick. Rest in peace. That's a bit. That's a that's a bit from the beginning of the show. I <laughs> so if you don't remember, um, but no, uh, I just I really love this movie. I mean, it's just action nonstop like toku action the whole time so uh, good it's it fucking rocks some of the action scenes in it are really good there's one image from the movie where it's like a first person shot with somebody with a gun pointing it at a common rider <laughs> that that like still image just lives in my head as like pov you just had an opinion online or whatever it's really good it's really funny um <laughs> I, yeah, I, okay. I will say this is probably a harder recommendation to make because it's pretty long. Shin Kamen Rider. It's oh, I didn't realize it was two hours. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a longie. It's it's a long it's a long movie. Yeah, it's like right over two hours. But it lasts. So. Obviously, Ano is like a master of this shit uh, in any form he chooses to pursue. 
but yeah, Shin Kamen Rider really knocked my socks off and still makes me want to watch like more Toku stuff and more Kamen Rider stuff. I know Patrick's going to listen to this part and be like, motherfucker, I'm typing the DM right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, Shin Kamen Rider absolutely rocked. Uh, if you're into any sort of stuff like that and you haven't seen Shin Kamen Rider, you are making a huge mistake. Because even I, as somebody that's not a fan, that not that I'm not a fan, just I haven't seen enough. Like, and I fucking loved it. Like, it makes me want to actively watch more. I just want more violence because I love the violence. Like, yeah, that, and, and, yeah. That opening fight where he's just popping heads like melon is like melons is crazy. Yeah, it's so good. Love it. Love and it. the uh, was was he a bat guy? Yeah, yeah, that was, guy, yeah, he was, was freaky as hell. He was very freaky. <laughs> yeah, it still has like the, the toku cheese in it that's really fun too. So Yeah, absolutely. I we had two Shin movies come out last year, Shin Common Rider and Shin Ultraman, and yeah. they're both good, but I, I pick uh Common Rider over Sh- Ultraman. Yeah. And I love Shin Ultraman, but yeah, Shin yeah, Common Rider I thought was was better. Ultraman was my favorite of those two. Okay, well, I just thought it was it. funny. Okay, he did a little spin. He did a little twirl at the end, and it was funny. All right, cool. What's your number eight? <laughs> number eight? Uh, I'm not sure if it'll be shelves. Uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse? Table it. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, I would shelve that. <laughs> chill with that. <laughs> no, shelve it. Shelve it. Oh, I thought you said chill with that. Like uh, that makes it kind of funny. So I'll say I'll say it was chill. I'll say it's chill. <laughs> uh, but yeah, table table that for now. Okay. All right. I don't know if this is gonna be tabled, but my number eight is poor things. Table it. Fuck me. Okay. All right. I don't know if this is gonna be tabled. It's very possible. My number eight is Asteroid City. Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess uh you're, you're number seven, Colt. <laughs> number seven. That is the Iron Claw. We can actually talk about this now. Oh okay, okay. This movie I knew going into it that it would be sad. I knew that it'd be nothing but tragedy. Good God, man, this family is cursed and it's absolutely fucked. Like, I won't be surprised if uh, I can't remember the guy's name, the one that's still alive. I won't be surprised if he explodes randomly (laughs) because he just has so many bad things happen to him constantly. It's so sad. And and then Tanner afterwards told us that there was actually more brothers. There was actually six. Not that was me, actually. Tanner told us there were six brothers <laughs> oh and not four like in the film which is insane because it still ends up being only one brother left and actually I recently just found out that um the director didn't put the other brother uh, because there is the fifth brother he's mentioned in the film mm-hmm. um, but he didn't put the other brother in because his he, he thought that it, it was it was so much tragedy that people might not believe it. To be yeah. fair, it was another um, suicide by gun. So it'd yeah. have been redundant. Jesus Christ. I, I mean, but re- I, I, I mean, I do see that from a director perspective is like, well, you can't have two characters kill themselves with a gun in the movie. But like, I will also say, though, with the Iron Claw, it is a for lack of a better term, Hollywood version of the, the tragedy that is the Von Eric family. 
because it's so much worse than what the movie really portrays. Like it, it doesn't put anyone in it, like uh, the dad. I know you said he's worse, but he's not exactly painted in a good light. I hate no, that man. No, Fritz von Eric in the movie is not painted in a good light, but he was like a much worse person in real life than he's in the movie. Yeah, that's that's what it, I hear too. It, so the von the von Eric brother is still alive. Is Kevin von Eric, who is Zac Efron's character in the movie. Uh. And he, from what I understand, he had some say in the movie, but not a ton. But I, from what has been kind of beaten around the bush is that Kevin didn't want Fritz to be painted in that. Like, he still has that love for his father, right? That Yeah. Even though objectively a terrible human being that, you know, with his like never give up attitude, like pretty much caused the deaths of multiple of his sons oh yeah um and it's not you can't really get into spoilers with this because it's based on a true story but highly recommend it uh great performances zach efron i mean he he's like the star here he's in he's in the movie the whole time <laughs> yeah. uh, but jeremy allen white yeah Ooh, i think i think all the bro- i think all the brothers did great um all the brothers did great yeah, yeah I, I couldn't help but laugh every time they're in their whitey tidies <laughs> yeah hey, hey that's just being from texas brother um <laughs> but yeah i it, it iron claw was they they did the story good as in like wow you actually did portray that this thing that happened i the thing that i keep finding crazy that people are talking about is how they're like non-wrestling fans obviously they're like oh this is real and it's like yeah not only is it real it was so much worse <laughs> yeah yeah that, that's that's what i seeing now other people review review iron claw talk about like how like like we even made that guess of that um kevin the real life kevin might have had um couldn't really like kind of like held back on having them portray the father being as bad as he was which is like really sad but like also feels like so like well like he's actively like part of this like process of making this film too um yeah you know it's just incredible and just incredibly sad i mean jesus christ that ending yeah makes me cry yeah the the ending is like just the final scene um i used to be a brother just like you yeah of kevin talking to his sons and like watching his sons play and just and just crying it's like man that's that's fucked up no, as soon like literally as soon as the shot comes into him just lying in the grass watching his son's play, I just started crying because I'm like, yeah. I know exactly, exactly what this is doing. It's literally him remembering how they would play football with. Oh, my God, don't yeah. don't do this. to and me. And there's even a scene at, towards the beginning of the movie when Carrie gets back because Carrie uh, was going to be in the Olympics and the U.S. called out of the Olympics the year he was going to be in the Olympics uh, comes back and they all play football together. As it's yeah. the, like really fucking sad. It's that so sad. Like, yeah, and like just the fact that one person, Kevin Von Erich in this case, went through so much tragedy in his life, and like is still alive. And like, like on, I couldn't do it. Like, and honestly, just like not want to kill yourself. I can't imagine like the amount of. I like I'm not a strong enough person to be able to do that. So like, fucking kudos. But good lord, it is a devastating movie. Jesus, yeah, man. Uh, especially that river scene. The river scene. Oof. 
Oh yeah, River. Yeah, I mean the the movie is great. The movie is great. I uh, the, yeah, phenom- phenomenal movie. All right. Yeah. God. Okay. We're ready for mine. <laughs> number yeah, you're, nine. You're, you're number seven. Oh fuck. <laughs> number seven. <laughs> My number seven is uh, Bo is afraid. Chelvet. Fuck. Wow. <laughs> I feel like we're gonna have to shelf this next one. Uh, are y'all ready for my number seven? Yeah. My number seven is Saltburn. Shelve it. Shelve it. <laughs> All right. Now we can talk about this one. Uh, my number six is Poor Things. Yeah. Can't talk about it much because Tanner hasn't seen it. And boy, it's a fucking doozy of a movie. But holy shit, this movie is so good. Oh my goodness, a Willem Dafoe farts from his mouth. And Whoa. he puts a dog's head on a duck and a duck's head on a dog. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> and they say the R word in like the first 20 minutes. It's crazy. That was, that was insane. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> She's a pretty R word, is what he says. That, wow. That, that's exactly what he says. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, crazy. I'm going to say a, a sentence that probably never said before right now it, oh my god can i say this it's what the movie is um uh, uh, <laughs> i don't know what, i'm gonna what say i'm gonna say um it's it's basically a, a baby having sex why would you say that it's what it is no, I don't think God. I know what this movie's about. <laughs> I yes. thought I knew. Jesus it's like it's, 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 it's a grown woman with the mind of a, br- a baby. I mean, sex. okay. I mean, okay. Now you're okay. I'm making well, sense. It's a Frankenstein movie. We'll say that. <laughs> it is. Jesus Christ! Why would you start off like that? Man, you, that's oh, what it's about. I knew that. I I guess. Cole, okay, Cole. Okay, you know what? I'll just read off what it says on Letterbox. Uh, <laughs> brought back to life, brought back to life by an unorthodox scientist. A young woman runs off of a lawyer on a whirlwind adventure across the continents, free from the prejudices of her time. She grows steadfast in her pur- purpose to stand for equality and liberation. This is also directed by Yorgos Lanthimos, uh, directed The Lobster, The Favorite, The Killing of a Sacred Deer, Dogtooth. Yep. Um, this is actually oh. the first movie I've seen by him. And yeah. uh, I want I need to see more because um, it's a fun style. He has a fun I, style. It reminds me of uh, Wes. Yeah, vi- visually, I don't know if the other films are like this, but visually, this this movie went off the like charts. It was really really cool um and really crazy premise uh not what colt said I mean, um, are you denying what i said is true <laughs> it's just not accurate. she does learn she does learn <laughs> and she becomes let's say a 14 year old by the end oh my god you're still just completely <laughs> just no Good um, Lord. <laughs> jesus christ mark ruffalo is a freak that needs to be arrested. <laughs> he Mark went into Ruffalo. this woman with the mind of a child's room and oh my god, at the dinner table the next day, she tried to grab my minge. <laughs> <laughs> that wow, Colt's saying a lot about this movie. Um, <laughs> okay, I can't say too much more. It's it's a great movie though. It it is great. It is um 
is it is a ride i'll say that it's so funny and so crazy um god it's very good i i really recommend it um i i really want to read the the book because it's based off a book um i really want to read it just see like how how close they are to each other just because it's so wild and like it's imagery um but also do like in its themes (laughs) like it's um I, I don't think I I don't think I've ever got, I, I've not gotten tired of the Frankenstein story basically redone because another movie I watched this year Birth Rebirth which watch it sidewalk is another Frankenstein movie and this is a Frankenstein movie and I love it very good I also like my letterbox review says every single man in this movie should be arrested every single one of them <clears throat> wow all right thank you Colt well, I'm just saying what the movie has. <laughs> All right, Wenzel, what's your number six? Uh, we can finally talk about this one. Uh, it's Asteroid City. Not on your list, Colt? Really? No. I got wow. it four stars. It's dog shit, basically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Asteroid City. Just, it's it's so fun. It's, it's my favorite it's, Wes Anderson. Mm, I, I wouldn't would, say that. Fantastic Mr. Fox is still I like it more I, than Fantastic Mr. Fox. I would say I would man, it's so close because I would say I would oh uh fuck. Um I would put this number one, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Number two, Grand Budapest Hotel, and number three is Asteroid City. This and Grand Budapest are one and two. They could switch at any time, but I've thought about Asteroid City more than I've ever thought about Grand Budapest. Hotel. I I think about all three of those pretty constantly um but asteroid city definitely recently because i uh it's just it's so good like the the imagery and then like again obviously wes anderson style but like also to being like that desert imagery out there like how they do it for that time it's just so mm-hmm. it, it kind of brings me back to like a little bit of like new vegas kind of and that little kind uh that little like a atomic slash like um like 50s era 50s 60s era right there in the yeah. in the desert i really really enjoy that the music choice also really good yeah i god it's so good the little freak alien yeah god it's so, everybody in the movie fucking rocks uh i mean it, it is a wes anderson ass movie so you know, I wonder why if you don't enjoy, but I'm just saying if you don't enjoy Wes Anderson movies, I don't think this is going to be the movie that changes your mind. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. Um, but if you are a Wes Anderson head. Like. that I can't imagine you not liking this. I, yeah. I, I, I love it. Even Riley had only seen, I think, one Wes Anderson movie ever prior to this. And she's like, I want to watch like all this guy's films now. Watch I Love Dogs. Because I love dogs. I still haven't seen Isle of Dogs. Oh my gosh. I forget about Isle of Dogs. And we watched that. It was so good. I'd probably put that as my number four. That's my second. It's so freaking good. But man, Astrid City is phenomenal. It definitely feels like the all-star game of Wes Anderson movies. Yeah. Like like everybody that's ever been in even one of his movies makes uh, an appearance at some point. And like it's so it it's the way it's framed too is like so I it, it's so fascinating like a story within a story 
like it's so good it, yeah. it gets so weird towards like the later half of it that i just love it so much i, I can't help but love it yeah margot robbie's best role of the year <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> what else was like, she in she i know she's in barbie was she in anything else other than that I, in this? Uh, maybe just barbie and um in, in this okay great yeah, actress I, oh yeah for, no i i say that uh, jokingly, but. I, I was thinking of babylon that was last year yeah yeah babylon was december last year yeah um but yeah asteroid city fucking rocks all right, y'all ready for my number six? Yeah. Guess what? John Wick 4. Ooh. Oh, no spoilers, please. Uh, not giving it. spoilers. I will say this is an epic. It's like two Spoiler. and a half. It's like two hours and 40 minutes. It is super long. One of the greatest bits of physical comedy I've ever seen in a movie takes place in this movie. And Wenzel, I know exact. I know you know the scene I'm talking about. <laughs> I think um, I do. <laughs> it's placed in this movie, and it is so fucking funny. I was in a packed theater opening weekend for John Wick 4, and people were guffawing. <laughs> I mean, it, it is so good. But yeah, I mean, this is just, this is the best John Wick movie. Not going to hear anything against it. Um, 4 is is the masterpiece. Uh Fuck, it's so good. I like all the all all your favorite fight scenes from the first three, like essentially get remixes in this one. It's it fucking oh. kiss. Wow, I am literally remembering that one fight scene sequence, action sequence where it goes from a top top point of view. Let's mm-hmm. just say Hotline Miami. Oh, uh-huh. 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 It is it was crazy. Yeah. So freaking good. So so fucking cool. This move this movie wins cool movie of the year award. Hell yeah. I yeah. agree. I agree. I oh man, so good. Yeah, John Wick 4 absolutely fucking rocks. Uh here here is what I would suggest. One weekend, you need to sit down, even if you've seen all of them, but haven't seen the fourth one mainline one through four sit down watch all four of them in a row and you will come back and you will have to go to the doctor because you have had an erection lasting longer than four hours oh absolutely yeah absolutely that is man it's just too fun yeah it's awesome but again the 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 physical comedy bit in the movie is so It's so fucking ridiculous. Does it have to do with the stairs? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I was about to say, I was like, that was so fucking funny. Yeah. I I think I, I watched this also in the Philippines. Everybody in my theater was laughing. Yeah. (laughs) Like it was so good. It's it's so good. (laughs) I think, I think Keanu Reeves is a good actor. I'll say it. All right. Well, now it's top five time. Y'all, my top five is a. I think we can talk about it now. Maybe I can't remember. Uh, maybe I don't know. Uh, it's Saltburn. No. Okay. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. Table that bitch. All right. Okay. What's your, what's your number five, Wenzel? My number five might be tabled. Uh, the creator table. Yeah. <laughs> my number five, maybe. Uh, Spider Verse. Yeah table it okay (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, right, so four. Your number four, Colt. Uh, the boy and the heron. Table it. Fuck. <laughs> All right, Wendell, you're number four. No, number four is Spider Man. Oh, hey. yay! That all right? All right. That's yeah, it. sorry, I'm typing it. <laughs> More like you're copying it. I saw you highlight that. <laughs> no, that was me. Because oh, <laughs> I just put in Spider Verse uh, in my in my spot. Here we oh, go. I like, I like the way Winslow's a type more. So I'm going <laughs> to. <laughs> uh, all right. What can we say about this movie? Spider Man doing Spider Man stuff. Blows my it's, mind. Be- it's better than the first one. That's for yes. sure. In my opinion, the characters are fucking fantastic. Every Spider Person rules. I, knew, I love the new Indian Spider Man. Or he's, I don't know if he's new. Is he created just for this movie? No, he's, he's, oh. he, he, um, he exists before. He's awesome. I love him. Goodness gracious. The spot's a silly billy. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, there's one thing I can say for sure. Yeah, the spot's a silly billy for sure. Yeah, wanting to go back and uh, do some do some bad stuff. Silly. I, I think people in hindsight have went down on this movie. Be- I, I don't know why. It just feels like like after the initial release, people were like, y'all, Spider-Verse wasn't that good. Um no, across Spider Verse fucking rules. Uh, yeah, I I mean it still held strong in my top uh top ten. It was actually at number one at one point, but then uh watched a lot of movies. Yeah, so yeah. I don't Spider Verse at one point was my number one working movie of the year. Same, probably a couple of months. But yeah, it it fucking rocks. It's everything you like about the first one, but better. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and the, and the first one is a, I would say a classic. Ah, uh, yeah, but like this this one just takes everything from the first one and everything they learned in the years in between making of the first one and the making of this one and turn it up to a thousand. It just makes me really. We've talked about this countless times at this point. I want Marvel to like stop worrying about just making live action things and like actually put some money into the animation. So we can get not just Spider-Man, but any other characters that they have, like Thor. Thor. I mean, Thor, Immortal Hulk. Like, I mean, imagine if they if they did a freaking horror animated Immortal Hulk or hell did like a stop motion horror Immortal Hulk. Like, that'd be insane. Like, I don't know. Just like like you said, like they need to invest money, but they're so they're so concerned with the mcu now and connecting universes and stuff that they they, they possibly can't like they can't like, stop making mid they love making mid because like the like they're they, you know they're doing the what if right but then the, also too the what if has to be connected to the mcu yeah like, it has to be and it's just like you don't have to just like put in the money to do these experimental weird creative like animated projects for these stories instead of having just do fucking live action i i don't understand it and across the spider verse is such a good example because it opened up well the first film opened up a whole thing for animation and then this film like across the spider verse again just it, it's insane it's so good it's already inspired or the first movie inspired fucking tmnt mutant mayhem we got the puss and boots boots 
Yeah, like so much. There's a couple others that I'm blanking on, but it's beautiful. Beautiful. Like, and it doesn't. And the thing is, too, is TMNT and Puss in Boots, they're not like direct copies or anything. No, like, no. They are like so different. Like they are different where like you, you know, you can recognize their own styles. And that's the thing is like it doesn't have to be exactly like Spider-Verse. It can be its own, you know, just just, you know, go weird with it. Do something like not a Pixar, not a Pixar, not a Disney. Like, and that's what I love, too, about uh, about the boy in the heron and Spider-Verse is that neither of them are Pixar or Disney and they are like kicking ass for awards. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Yeah. yeah. I love Miguel. Oh, yeah. Spider-Man 2099 is so good. Especially oh, Lila. It's, it's, it's a shame that we don't have uh, the other 2099 suit yet, but maybe in the future. Uh, I don't know if that's too much of an ask. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it, Lila, baddie. Yeah, why is Tanner muted? Oh, I don't know. Maybe maybe something's happening. Okay. <laughs> Feeling the dead air. Sorry, I had to mute for the dog. Oh, oh you're fine. <laughs> she, she was going crazy. Uh, but to just echo what everybody said about Spider-Verse, we're talking about like uh, the Marvel loves making mid. This proves that you can do multiverse interesting. <laughs> like do interesting stuff with the multiverse and and still and like even then too like sure if you want to have it connected you can but like it doesn't have to be like no like they're just so but they're so focused on it and then and now sony is too just because of how much how well the mcu is done yeah but they're doing it in a bad like a even worse way where it's funny and it's fun yeah but we're all excited for madam web though Kinda, because I think it's going to be so bad it's good. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody I, I, got a boner from Dakota Johnson ever doing that one ad. Come. You have to come. <laughs> oh, oh I, did, I had no idea what you were talking about. Yeah, it's oh, when yeah. she did a joy. She counted down from 10 and said, come, you have to come. And uh, uh, I bought three tickets. Have you not, Do you not know that bit? Well, I I feel like Colt just told me. Yeah, I did. Okay. No, <laughs> she doesn't do a, the count. She just says, no, she doesn't, you have to come. No, no, she doesn't do. So there was a there was an ad for I can't remember where, but there was an ad of Dakota John- Johnson talking about like people like you need to come watch this movie. And um, immediately it turned in like it was just very like. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm going to watch it, Dakota. Chill. I'm going to watch a Dakota Dale. <laughs> no need to get like. It was very erotic. I'll say that. Interesting. I'll, 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 need, to, I'll need to track this down. <laughs> <laughs> Got to do some research. For research. For research. Yeah. Uh, y'all ready for my number four? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, my number four is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Oh, nice. Yay. Uh, I know we were just talking about Marvel loves making mid, but this is the best Marvel movie, period. This this is the pinnacle of the MCU. Like, I I have this above Endgame. I have this above Infinity War. I have this above Civil War. 
anything Marvel has made, I have this above. Uh, yeah, I this was in my top ten for the longest time. Mm-hmm. It got bumped down, but holy shit. Yeah. It's yeah, such buddy. a fucking good ending to such to my favorite MCU movie line. It's, yeah. For James Gunn, I'm going to miss you, but I also think you're going to do something great over at the DC shit. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you went there because DC needs all the help they can get. Yeah. But damn, you did a great job here with yeah, the storylines. I, mean, I mean, it's so good. And it really like you go into the movie thinking you know what's going to happen, and th- but you don't. Yeah. I like, mean, I mean, I mean, we all saw it. Slight spoiler for Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Rocket doesn't die. Yeah, I was sure Rocket was dead. I was for sure they were killing that little raccoon. Uh, but just the scene uh, of him like baby Rocket. No, oh, like, God. I, know it's just, I know it's a fucking CG raccoon, but God damn, brother. The the scene. Oh, my God. I I don't want to say it all just because. We already did but, an episode spoiling it. Uh, when yeah. Tara and I watched it. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, so you listen oh, to yeah. that for super in depth, but god damn. This I will say I will say the scene where he's I in, forgot we did a spoiler cast. <laughs> the scene where he's in the uh afterlife, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Man. Mm-hmm. I was bawling. Like I'm it was always like, bawling, to be fair. I love basketball. <laughs> it, 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 like uh, like it made me it, I cried so hard. Like, especially at that, because yep. it was just like, oh, my God, when he. Oh, I slow. OK. Yeah. And let's just say wham, bam, shangalang. Wham. Yeah, it's so that's good. A, also, it's volume f- two. funny, funny as hell. And it's not the <laughs> typical MCU. He's right behind me. Shit. They didn't have that in the James Gunn is actually funny. He knows <laughs> when to throw in a good fuck. The fuck that yep. was used in this movie was pretty damn good. <laughs> the the only the only one in all of MCU, and honestly, it was perfect. <laughs> also, Hatsune Miku is in this. Oh, it's a great movie. Hatsune Miku's in it. It's all yeah, you gotta like, hear. Definitely, definitely. Like, I just, I, I honestly, just with the way the MCU is going, I don't see there being another movie that touches this for a, yeah. for a long ass time. I mean, yeah, just because Guardians is something that's been building up across three, like, that's been building up for three movies, and, like, if you include that special, so, like, their only way is if they would have to to start another thing and then build it up. Yeah, and actually let people get invested in it, and, yeah, no, I I totally agree, but, yeah, yeah. Guardians holds a special place in in my heart. I'll, I'll also... The first two also rock. I know the second one gets panned a lot, which I think is fucking insane. It was my favorite before I think this the, one. I think the second one is one of the best Marvel movies, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyways, and the first one is also really fucking good. Uh, but this one just like talk about the perfect like period at the end of the sentence. Yeah, yeah. Yondu absolutely. is still dead. <laughs> yeah, Yondu <laughs> is still dead. Confirmed. Yondu is still dead. Yeah, just. Yeah. Also, song choice, the best, in my yeah. opinion. Oh, yeah. It's 90s this time, right? 
nineties oh, yeah. and two thousands. It, it's yeah. fucking playing goddamn Radiohead. Radio, Radiohead, yeah. The Flaming Lips. Um, gosh, who else? Uh, it, it's very good. Like nineties, two thousands, very good. Yep. Yeah, it rocks. Thank you, James Gunn. Thank you. All right, top three time. Number three for me is something we can talk about, and that is the big cock, the big balls. Bo is afraid. Oh, okay. Directed by Ari Aster. Technically not horror, but goodness, there's some. <laughs> it is. Uh, it's, it's something. It is very much horror. Uh, this with, uh... is the funniest movie on my top 10 list, if I had to say. This is the movie that had me laughing the most, just out of pure anger and just hilarity. It makes you laugh at it makes uh, it makes you laugh at a guy with PTSD. PTSD and like heavy anxiety, and it's so funny because <laughs> it's like it's like what what <laughs> I don't know. It, it, I'm like, thinking about I'm not like I'm talking like military PTSD because that military guy with the PTSD. I know you're <laughs> not supposed to laugh at it, but good fucking god. I mean, Bo, uh, Ari Aster directed It's Where It Would Be Funny. That shit yeah. had me so fucked up. Just the pure violence and just crazy shit that happens in this movie. And the does absurdity. it. There, there's a moment where the, the uh, uh, daughter calls uh, Walking Phoenix the F word because he won't smoke weed. It's so oh, fucking it's no, crazy. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was thinking of whenever she calls him that because he won't eat paint. Yes, that also. Yeah, that's when it happens. But she does call him a name uh, when he won't smoke weed, too. No, she said that I'll say you raped me. Yeah, okay. Wow, okay. (laughs) It's a a great movie. (laughs) Highly. I'm not saying enough, actually, because I'm just not talking about the crazier shit. I, it's it's hard because like there's so much crazy shit in this movie and i mean it's a dark comedy but it is also very much horror like there's a lot that you can take away with this and there's a lot you don't have to like it just it's just a weird movie <laughs> um if i were to tell you ari aster's films i would put still hereditary at number one doo-doo no kill you tanner and i would put um, honestly, Midsummer and Bo is Afraid are like neck and neck for number two. I, I can't decide on that, actually. Never mind. For me, uh, like Hereditary and Bo is Afraid, they're neck and neck, and Midsummer is clearly the least favorite of the three. That's crazy. I cannot imagine liking Hereditary more than Midsummer. It's I mean, very I can. easy. It's because the movie's better. Oh, that's that's nuts, but okay. <laughs> I do. I do want to see Bo is Afraid. I, my sister actually watched it and was like, you need to watch this movie. I was like, well, I didn't like Hereditary and I thought Midsommar was good. You'll like, like it because it's not a horror. Yeah, that's that's what she said. She was like, oh, well, I fucking hated Hereditary. And I also didn't like Midsommar, but I like Bo is Afraid. I was like, OK. I Yeah, I think you might like Bo is Afraid. Holy shit, it's raining so hard. I don't hear Ooh, shit. That's weird. It is not raining here yet. It is. <laughs> I can hear it. Wow. Then that means we should start going on. Keep going. Yeah. All right. Wenzel, number three. Number three. Let's see. 
Do we still have to shelve this? Probably. Saltburn? I'm ready whenever. Is it? Uh, yeah, Colt's already said it, and I've already yeah. said it, so yeah. Oh, oh, okay, okay, yeah, Saltburn, yeah. Saltburn's my number three. <laughs> yeah, let's wow. get the coming. Yeah, there's murder on the dance floor. And you better not kill the mood. All right, I just want to get this out of the way before we delve too deep into this. The cum scene is easily the least wacky of the wacky scenes like the uh, period blood eating and the uh fuck what was the other one the gray, the gray fucking, fucking those are in my opinion the worst of the two no the i would put i would put grave fucking number one number two come licking and then number three uh, period, period blood yeah, yeah no, i don't think come is as gross as blood no it, no that's not the gross part the gross part is he's slurping it from a bathtub drain yeah with mixed in with like grime and dirt and, and all this other shit that's the i think part. this is a straight guy thing going on right and then here. and then also <laughs> but then also too like like the the like the period blood isn't like it's just what it like it's just you know a bunch of um you know um i would say the period blood in the scene in the movie is more creepy because he says Barry I'm a vampire. Says, like, I'm a vampire. Like <laughs> that. Okay, vampire. that's uh, that's a little fucking much, buddy. <laughs> and and then whenever he goes into the bathtub, uh, and you in like the shot of like half <laughs> under half under no half underwater and half of him, um, and you see like the the red blood around his lips. Like yeah. I, I thought that was pretty. That's very tasteful. <laughs> oh, now uh, it's I raining hard. Oh, tasteful. <laughs> uh, but no, but can we like, all agree that the grave fucker scene is by far like the most unhinged in the, of the movie? Absolutely. And the thing is, I just read like a week ago. He improvised that that, it. He improvised it. <laughs> <laughs> and he that was the bit. Get, he wasn't supposed to get naked. He wasn't. <laughs> he was not supposed to do that, and nobody stopped him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're joking about that scene, saying like, "What if Barry Keenan just like did that?" Yeah, and he did. <laughs> he just. He just. They let him fuck the ground. And you know what? That was tasteful. It was so good. Man, like, I, Winslow and I have been doing Barry Keegan voices just because he's so, he's easy to do. And he talks weird. Oh, like, Taylor's about you, that. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I slurped his cum. I, was, uh, the, the, I slurped the toilet, the toilet tub. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to because we we haven't done it in like a week or so. So I'm trying to think of how to do it. Um, it's like um, uh, I I ate his cum. I, I ate his cum. cum. I slurped it, it right up. Good. So proud. I ate. It. <laughs> I'm a vampire. I'll I'm eat your vampire? period blood. I'll eat your pussy I'm... till it's bleeding. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Y'all just doing Irish accents. Yes, that's him. <laughs> no, but it's not like oh, Barry Keoghan's voice is so easy. No, y'all just can do Irish accents. <laughs> I'll kill you with a hammer, and I'll suck I'll your kill- brains for the sockets. <laughs> I'll kill you dead. <laughs> I want to live in that fucking castle. <laughs> I threw a rock in the river, and then I retrieved it, and then I'm naked now. Come on, <laughs> Felix. Come on, let me suck you off, Felix. Come on, <laughs> Felix. You're blowing her back out when you should be blowing mine out. <laughs> this movie's called Saltburn. It should be called I'm gonna suck you off by the end of this movie. Okay, but really though, the fucking animation scene that they do with the Saltburn title sequence is really Ooh, so, so good. good. That so felt good. like 
I mean, it, it felt like a 60s animation. Well, I mean, it, it's very clearly like Monty. I want to say Monty, Monty Python kind of is. Yeah, yeah. Like very, very cool. Yeah. Um, and there's I, a lot of gay sex in this movie. And I definitely get the people that don't like this movie. Like, I, I don't. I, I, I don't. I, homophobic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I because it, it, it is it is a little silly. It's a no. silly little movie at its core but yeah i just, i it rocks especially with that ending too like i i will say i hate though how because of the ending there has been a trend I, people have probably you guys probably seen this on tiktok where a bunch of rich people oh, will start yeah will start going around their mansion or whatever yeah they like, totally like, missed the point of the movie yeah like yeah. totally missed the point it's just like what the fuck like fuck off like i, I a lot of people have compared the ending to this movie to the ending of uh, Emerald's last movie, which was Promising Young Woman, which I did I did not like. I Dude, would not okay, compare. No, it to I would all. not compare. No, that. I, yeah, exactly. I was like, well, first of all, no. We're uh, gonna spoil Promising Young Woman right now. That movie yeah, ending fine. is dog I, shit. Yeah, it's not. It's not a good movie, but it's the in, the ending is like so bad it actively left a bad taste in my mouth i was like oh this shit sucks for real um, i will literally think about it and then i'll make a face because of how much i don't like it like yeah, it's, it's 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 so bad um she fucking gets revenge for the raping of her friend uh she tries to and then she gets choked to death and then the yeah. cops are able to figure it all out and piece it all together at the very end and they finally get the guy like yeah like oh uh, what in what 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 sorry yeah it's just not it's just like oh so you you sacrificed yourself to get revenge it's like mm, i i don't know i thought i thought the movie was in pretty poor taste saltburn i think is objectively a sillier movie saltburn in my opinion is such a huge step up and i think it hits its mark exactly oh yeah Um, i agree and I the thing is too is like Saltburn was was so interesting because when I first heard about it, there was so much talk about how like um like hype about it. And then there was people who had seen it and they were like, Oh, this movie, this movie's too weird. It's mid. It's mid. And then I was like, okay, but I still want to see it because the hype initially about it, people were talking about how it's Emerald Emerald's best even though mm-hmm. she's only had two movies. Yeah. Um, I was like, I have to see it. And then after seeing it there, now there's more hype about it. And I'm like, hell yes. So yeah. freaking good. I mean, now I, I would say, cause the only thing I knew about this movie going in was come tub. Like I say, that got, that got <laughs> for me. Um, that's, that's the only thing like I learned. And I was the only reason I wanted to see it because I had to see how does this work. I thought they would be in the tub and one of them jerked off. I came on the tub and like I, the other licked it. I also thought that I also thought this movie was going to be way. I thought this movie was going to be about like Jacob Elordi and Barry Keoghan's characters like being together. Like, yeah, I know. yeah, me like, too. Like they were like dating. Not the case. Um, but also, I think the movie was marketed like that too yeah it was <laughs> it, it was definitely marketed like that um so when i heard come tub i'm like man that's crazy i have no idea how gray fucker did not talk 
come to of as like the thing people spoiled about this movie is like, yeah, actually he's responsible for the death of Jacob Elordi's character. And he ends up getting naked in the rain and fucking his freshly dug grave with him in it. Like, how, how does that not Trump come top? I don't I, I think it's because either people, uh, I think people, because I see most people like, won't even talk about come top. They Everybody talks about the, the vampire scene. I'm like, I haven't seen anyone talk about the vampire. I, I've, I've seen, seen it. And I'm just like, I'm just like, how are people more disgusted by that than by, the other stuff because like again it's it's just period blood like it's it's just come yeah i i think i think it's creepier because you know he says i'm a vampire baby i think that's weird well, but the, like the don't, act keep, the, the act don't. itself isn't i guess it's not and also too colt again the cum is mixed in with stuff the period blood is literally just what eggs and just a little bit I mean, of like yeah, it's not weird because drinking cum it's weird because he's slurping it from the bathtub drain let's get that out of the way i just think a lot of people wouldn't have reacted as badly as they have if it was just bath water and there semen involved i think there's a weird homophobic thing i'm not saying you guys are i'm saying that there is a group of people that think that scene is way dis- more disgusting because he's slurping up another man's semen uh, no, I I, think I've seen I, it. I, don't, I don't see it from my side. I mean, that I don't see it from my side either. People take. straight side. I I I think <laughs> people just think it's creepy because it's gross. Like it's, it's gr- I was gonna say it's just gross, but still love the hell out of the movie. Yeah, so. the movie oh, fucking yeah. rocks. I mean, like that's it, what, it, that's what I'm saying. There's like people will say it's gross, but they're like the movie's still great. Yeah. And this scene is great too. It's just it's gross, and it's supposed to be gross. Yeah. And if it was, if he was just slurping bathwater, it would still be fucking gross. Yeah, it would still be gross if it was bathwater. I do think also there's like a consistency issue to me that is gross. It's like drinking thick water. <laughs> I can make you some thick water, which is icky. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, is that is that salt burn? I guess. Yes. <laughs> uh. All right. Well, my number three, Killers of the Flower Moon. Wow, you like shit, don't you? What? You're good. You're good. A, I gave it four and a half stars, Tanner. Oh, because oh. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, yeah, this movie fucking rocks. Um, Lily Gladstone needs to win every award for yes. Best Actress. She's absolutely phenomenal in it. Um. I mean, God, I mean, what? I mean, it's it's Scorsese telling kind of a different story, kind of a, another like new age sort of tale, I guess. Uh, I, I can't. It's so weird. I want to compare this to Wolf of Wall Street because it feels so different than like mm, Scorsese that people know. Yeah, he's all mafia mobs and shit. I was going to say Scorsese always adapts like fairly historical stuff. And this is the same thing. It's historical. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. It's definitely historical. It just is like another side of the coin. Like, I don't feel like we. Yeah, it's uh, out. It's not the, at the time it was te- it was the country. It was out in the country. It's not a city. Um. And uh, it deals with native people. I don't think he's done anything with natives before. No, no. But I, it. I don't know, man. I mean, it rock like I like I was enthralled the whole three hours, uh, and like this immediately skyrocketed. This is like the last movie in this top batch that I watched, and it just skyrocketed immediately over so much stuff. Um, 
I, Leo is great. Jesse Plemons is great. Uh, I, I think the, the final scene of the movie, uh, which is also sort of like introspective with like Martin Scorsese's career and life of him just looking at the camera and was like, are we the ones that deserve to tell this story? That is just, it's, it's crazy. And, and the fact that it's, I mean, obviously all real and horrific. And the fact that the pioneer woman's family owns all this land now is crazy, but, um, God damn, what a movie. And the fun thing about that ending, that was the first time I've heard his voice, heard his voice. You don't yeah, watch his daughter's I, What? His daughter's TikToks? I don't watch his daughter's TikToks. I just know that, like, she's on there. Uh, but I didn't realize he sounded like a nerd. <laughs> yeah, it was so... Dude's so been funny. making movies for 60 years. Yeah, he's a nerd. <laughs> yeah, I, I was very surprised when Colt said that. I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've heard his voice. But yeah, I heard. I, I, God, it's such a good fucking movie. It is really good. Very fun oh, use of Robert the... De Niro, phenomenal. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't think uh, he's. I, I, I. I'll be honest. I didn't think Robert De Niro still had a performance that strong still in him. I still think he's got at least another one. And that's right. It's going to be Sonic Three. He's going to play Shadow. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> God, him and Idris Elba going at it. Fuck yeah. Fuck. What is that? Uh, the Irishman is going to be the Irishman Two. Uh, uh, I don't know any mob stuff that happened recently. You guys up with the mob info? <laughs> no. uh, Shadow the Hedgehog. Yeah, yeah, I can tell you all about Shadow. Okay, the Shadow Hedgehog. the Hedgehog will be the main character in Irishman too. We're no, rebooting we'll, The Sopranos. We're gonna call it The Irishman Two Shadow. No, I I do find it funny. Don't though. say no to me. It's gonna have Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> no, I, I was knowing myself to make a new thought i do find it funny that scorsese's like last movie that being the irishman is like oh it's the end of an era all these great actors martin scorsese going out there and really just knocking it out of the park one more time and then fucking apple's like you want 250 million dollars to make uh, another jesus movie? movie uh and he's like yeah i'll do it and he also brings back like most of the people from the irishman <laughs> I think that fucking rocks. Uh, I do think the discourse around the movie being in a box office bomb is fucking stupid. I think people that even remotely say shit like that should not be able to have opinions. Um, but yeah, this movie fucking rocks. Also, I don't like care about that stuff. Uh, no, I don't either. It's just people not understanding how numbers work. Yeah, like they see it as like if it bombs, it just wasn't worth it. Yeah, they're like, oh, you're the thinking movie, like a capitalist. Yeah, the movie cost 200 million, but it only made 140 million at the box office. Okay, but Apple gave him the money for that. Like it, like the movie made money. It just didn't make its money at the box. Like, oh, and it's <gasps> gonna make money for them for the rest of fucking time because yeah, Scorsese's it's probably gonna, a name. Yeah, um, and it's on fucking Apple TV. Like, it's good. People are gonna watch it for fucking ever. Like, it, yeah, I mean, it has a name. It literally has Scorsese. It has. DiCaprio, it has um De Niro, like and it's got De Niro spanking DiCaprio. It does. That is true. I forgot about that scene. Also, very good use of the phrase fuck a duck. Very funny. Yeah. God damn, what a movie. Jesse Plemons. Love, Brendan love Fraser when he shows up for the little bit that he's in it. God, oh, God. He was so good. He was so good. I forgot about Brendan Fraser. Yeah. 
Fuck. So good. I, I, but again, Lily Gladstone is like the star of the movie. It's yes. Fucking phenomenal. Gladstone. She needs to win every she if she doesn't win the Oscar for Best Actress, I don't I don't know what they're doing. They're doing stupid stuff for it. It's the Oscars, man. They're gonna. Yeah, I mean, true. I mean, she's nominated, so like, I'm hopefully uh, like her performance was so strong that they're like, yeah, there's, there's no denying it. Yeah. Go. Well, yeah. You ready for two? Yeah. I'm ready. For, I'm ready for a little twosie. Number two is a movie that Winslow was gonna talk about, but he can't till now, and that is the creator. Creator, the creator. Nice. Yeah. This is the movie that Winslow and I were excited for for a long f- ever since i saw that first trailer of la getting nuked i knew i was in because killing all those hippies out there is what i like just kidding just because uh i'm super into fearing my death from a nuclear destruction and ai i think that stuff's really cool yeah that's why i was really into it uh but this movie fantastic has everything it's got action it's got um existentialism it's got fucking radiohead's best song during a military conflict oh yeah it, it, it's so funny because uh it was basically like it was basically like a vietnam film scene but with radiohead and i can't remember if cole or somebody else made this joke that it would be, it be this is their like fortunate son <laughs> but it's gonna be in the future it's gonna be radiohead <laughs> so fucking good so good yeah no um when i first saw the trailer for it i because the art style uh, or sorry the aesthetic and art style is very much up me and colt's alley it's neil um, blanc camp it, it's very much like tales of the loop it's uh district nine Chappie, elysium that kind of stuff it's very it's very cool and uh, like Colt said, it, it, the action's incredible. The um, the story itself is really interesting with its themes. Like Colt said, kind of existentialist, but also AI. And I think too, like I haven't seen I haven't seen enough talk about it. But also too, I'm I'm like I think something about it that's interesting that I think will probably be on some discourse about it is the fact that how it concerns AI with its story being that like basically its story is. Um, AI is outlawed in uh, the U.S., but also I want to say it's outlawed mostly like in the Western Hemisphere, and in and so, but in the other side, the Eastern Hemisphere, especially in Asia, AI is thriving. There's robots everywhere. They're integrated into society, into populations, and everything. And what the U.S. does is it it goes overseas to basically find quote um ai like terrorist organization like groups to try to take them out they're not targeting these countries or like specifically people but because of like foreign policy and everything they can just do what they want and they also have this giant fucking um missile launcher like space station called nomad the uss nomad that fires nukes it's insane and I, I think what's just fascinating about it too is like people might take away from this as being like being like oh it's saying that AI is good especially with like the the pushback of like AI and art and stuff and it's like you know what does that what does that mean I think I, I just think the takeaway should be like no AI is good for things that are like dangerous to human life like 
like hazardous, you know, jobs or like doing things like like complex computations and stuff. And the AI should stay away from stuff like art and things that require like a human creativity and touch to that. And I, I just I just think it was fascinating that showing that AI isn't a bad thing in in certain you know in certain places and that with our current you know trajectory with technology more than likely ai will reach this point of you know basically becoming sentient becoming self-aware and becoming their own individuals or their own race or group of people um and i just like how it the um that aspect of it like it's a really good through and through like sci-fi tale of of ai and it well it'll, it'll make it a little little sad too there's some was, uh some sad moments very, yeah it was very sad as well it's very good um and like colt said the imagery like is like with uh like the nuking scenes is insane oh yeah the, so i love watching those people get nuked it was <laughs> good <Lord>. so good <laughs> Jesus. yeah this is another one i wish i could have got to before i know y'all both really fucking dug it yeah and my even my mom watched it and she like oh wow because I think it, it was on Hulu. I don't know yeah, if it's, it's on, on Hulu. Hulu. It's yeah, on Hulu so, right now. Yeah, I just oh, got okay. added to Hulu. Definitely, if you have Hulu, go check it out. Um, yeah, that like I, I really, I really love it. I, it's very good. All right. Well, Winslow, you're number two. Uh, my number two is, uh, let me see, the one we can talk about. Finally, it's uh, the boy and the heron. Yeah. Uh, probably my most regretted movie I couldn't watch yet. You really missed out on that day. That was the best double feature we've ever done. And I don't think we'll ever get a double feature that's better than it. <sighs> Unless we get Oppenheimer 2 and Barbie 2. Oh, Barbenheimer oh, 2? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, no, it, it was the best. I That was the best double feature. Um, it was, it was uh, incredible. It was so freaking good. The Boy and the Heron is like is my favorite ghibli and like um like comparing it to all other like it has that ghibli touch to it but it's so it's so weird and so abstract that like i love it incredibly more because that's like that's just like my my um what's the word that's my wheelhouse like i just love weird abstract stuff like that i have to see the dub as well just because I want to, I want to hear Robert Pattinson's freaky little voice. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I definitely but, want. I want to see it in both. But I still think about the boy in the heron, like right now, like scenes and like particular like voice lines of, or like it, it's so good. It's so like gorgeous too. There, like I said, there's just some like really crazy imagery in there, and it just still sticks to me. I'm like, like it's like this movie was like made for me because it's just so weird and like also too is like really and it's it's genuinely too like you know of course a, a tearjerker especially with concerning um mojito and his mom and that and the themes surrounding uh, parent uh parents and children it's very good yeah um, they uh fucking father developing weapons of war and shit like that Hell That's yeah. a weird day. Two two movies with war. Classic Ghibli. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. Two two films concerning um, World War Two. Yeah, we'll get to the second one in a second. You could, yeah, you could probably make you a guess, guess. But yeah, I was, I love I love the Heron's design. I still think about him whenever he starts to show his teeth. Yep, he's uh, a little pervert bird. 
<laughs> you keep saying that, but he doesn't do anything that's ever perverted. Does he? Did, when you see that thing, do you not think it's perverted? No, I've seen it with the teeth. It's definitely perverted. I oh, yeah. think it looks cool. Oh, so you think perverts are cool? Okay. Oh my god, no birds with teeth. I think that looks cool. Okay. I love birds with teeth. Mm. Would you marry one? No. Oh, you don't love them enough. <laughs> okay. Wow, Wenzel. All right. Anyway, um, I, I really don't have any much more to say. It's very good. Uh, I I did watch a really also interesting video talking about how the boy and the heron is also kind of, um, uh, kind of like th- the three the three characters. I won't say the other one, but the boy and the heron and another character are, are representations of, um, the three the three um heads. I guess you can say of Studio Ghibli. I I just. The boy is Miyazaki. Just funny. And this is the first fucking movie from Ghibli that got a fucking Oscar thing, wasn't it? No, Spirited Away won Best Animated Film. Oh, well, it's the first one in a long time. Oh, yeah. But to be fair, like the last Ghibli movie uh, we don't talk about. What was the last one? Earwig and the Witch. I haven't seen that oh weird... yeah i saw that it's fun it's just not a ghibli movie it's dog doo doo you can say it Nah, it's just not a full movie also i love how I, I haven't seen the movie yet i know nothing about the movie but i do love how this movie was like all right this is miyazaki's swan song this movie came out did really well and miyazaki's like i got one more in me yeah like he, he's <laughs> like, saying that for fucking 20 years he's still like I mean, no, like he said he was done and then he was like, OK, I have to do the boy in the heron. And then after yeah, no, he was heron, retired and then didn't necessarily like what his son was doing. So he was like, let me cook. Yeah, he's like, I hate my son so much. His work is dog shit. Everything he's made in his entire life sucks. So I'm going to one up him again. One more time. It, 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 but he did. <laughs> this is like the worst part. <laughs> and and whatever he does next, I'm excited because, I mean, he dude has it in him still and he's old as shit so old all right are y'all ready for my number two yeah tanter what is it my number two has already been mentioned past lives oh wow okay i fucking adored this movie um this is definitely a movie if i saw before i was married i'd be like man this is going to change the whole trajectory of my life like man what what if like what if my past life, like what man, what, what, like I definitely would have spiraled for sure. Um, but why, but seeing it is just such a great movie. I know we kind of alluded to it earlier, calling parachute, like toxic college age past lives, past lives is truly like this. I like, it's beautiful, but in like a sad way, uh, the love between these two people and like how they always just miss each other and then eventually it's just like you know one of them kind of moves on and the other one like is still holding on to hope and uh, it's i mean it's depressing but in like you get out of it and you're like man that movie just fucking destroyed me that rocked uh that's what that's what past lives did for me you know like yeah like the because it's definitely it definitely like, especially with that ending, um, and with everything, with, like with everything, how it culminates is like, it's like very like, like well shit. But then at the same time, it's just like, 
well, I mean, you know, like uh, moving on. Like I, I, that's what I love about it too. And like, of like letting go, moving on, and then, uh, I, yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of it. Um, and like they're in their like thirties too in this film, and that's, oh man, yeah. that's t- that's tough. Like, yeah, and it's also like the change from like because like the the guy still lives in South Korea in the movie and but like the girl moved away to like new york so it's like also like two opposing viewpoints kind of of like he's still like korean through and through and uh she is like definitely like korean american uh she has a lot of american tendencies for stuff like that he doesn't really get and just uh, it's it it fuck it's such a good movie yeah so so good this was my number one for a a good long while. Yeah, this was uh this was up there in my top five for the longest time, but um again, because I've seen so much and then also too with just everything, like I gotta had to move it around quite a bit. Like I couldn't it couldn't leave my 10 just because it's so good. Like uh, like you said, the 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 opposing like different cultures and viewpoints, and then um like you said, like just just how they how they miss how two people can just miss each other by mm-hmm. like you know however much you want to measure that little space but then also too like like would they ever could they ever like yeah. like trajectories but, like never really yeah it's so yeah. good i'll tell you how high i think of this movie this movie not only is my number two movie of 2023 it's my number two movie of the whole decade so far wow um, and that's a list that has almost that has almost 250 movies on it. And past lives is also rocking number two on that list. Yeah, that's fair. Past lives is so good. All right. Number one time. Oh, yes. This is a I don't know how many times we've done this, but this is the another time where Winslow and I have the same number one. And if that's not the case, I'm going to beat the fuck out of Wenzel because I don't know where he put it. Because <laughs> right, it's not, right, he on. hasn't talked about it yet. All so right, it has on. to be one. All right, all right. We're going we're gonna to say it. Um, we're going to say it at the same time. Okay. okay. All right. Three, two, one. Godzilla <laughs> minus two. one. Oh God! What did you say? I I could I could hold in my laugh. I could hold in my laugh. He didn't finish counting. <laughs> no, I did. I did say it. Oh, I just I laughed two again. I laughed so hard after I said one, and then said it in the middle of my laughter. Um, wow. I said but, the Meg too. <laughs> God, what the oh. fuck? Yeah, but it's Godzilla minus one. No, this it, is it's my number one. Godzilla peak. minus one. Peak Godzilla. This is the best Godzilla movie ever. It's got emotions of every single fucking variety. Holy shit, this is the best Godzilla movie, period. And one of my favorite movies of all time. It, it's the best movie of the 2020s. Uh, I'll say that so far. Yeah. Holy fuck. Holy fuck, holy fuck, holy fuck. This is the other movie we watched when we watched The Boy and the Heron. Boy and the Heron, yeah. So, yeah, I, I pieced that ooh. together. Well, I mean, Tanner knows that we're talking about the audience. Yeah. Um, I don't yeah. know what to say about it without because I don't want to spoil anything for Tanner, and I don't want to spoil it for anyone that hasn't seen it. I just know that if you like Godzilla, you've probably already seen it. But if I'm you don't, ho- like, I'm hoping to see minus one minus color this next weekend. I saw. Uh, I, I I'd saw rather watch it. it in color. 
okay, no, you say that, but I saw clips of it, and literally they they stated that crew went through the film itself to rework it into being black and white. So like it is just as crisp and even crazier in black and white as it is in color. Like the quality doesn't it is like completely just it, it's not bad. It's it's different and it's just as good. Uh, yeah, it just I prefer the color because just seeing the color from Godzilla uh, as he charges was so fucking beautiful. I just don't think the charging scenes at least will have the same impact. Well, good thing I, I'm I, not I, trying to watch a Tesla charge. I'm trying to see a fucking Godzilla. I mean, you, this you is the that, Godzilla. But like, it, like, I mean, I mean, sure, the color is important, but at the same time, it's it, it's just it's a glow. Like that's 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 really the takeaway. It's a glow, and that's I I don't think I don't think it would hurt it just because, yeah, I I do you know obviously do what you want. Um, I don't think it'll hurt it. Um, but if you give it anything less than five stars, just know the color version's better. Wow. I mean, I don't know. I they put in work into that black and white, so I can't say it's. I can't say that. Um, I haven't seen it, but I've seen the clips, and like I said, from from what I've read, um, yeah, no, it it's incredible. It's just, I mean, you're t- like, oh my god, there is. I mean, again, another tearjerker. Like, holy shit! Like. Uh, it's I, particularly one scene. I mean, it, Colt knows it. It's just like, oh my god, it's so good. Um, gosh. Um, and can't and then, talk about it. You just can't. <laughs> it's just because. And then, like, I, the scenes with Godzilla, obviously, with um, when he does, you know, attack, are really freaking good. By also how like just horrific, like and also too, I I love this. I I've seen this kind of go around where it's like where people have talked about with the most recent Godzilla movies being like, oh, you know, they can't really do a good human story, or especially with like the the past Godzilla films, like they can't really do a good human story. You know, like it's not really possible with Godzilla. You know, the monster is the most important. You know, blah blah blah. And then like people are like, oh shit, maybe they can do it. And they did do it. And Godzilla yeah. minus one is like, like, man, when the when the theme, when this when the main suite of Godzilla start kicks in, I get chills and I want to cry. Yeah. As soon as soon as, as soon that that iconic music starts, I just I start crying. I say I want to. I cry because I it's just a whole nother thing to have grown up with Godzilla and then to see him again in 2023 and for him to and for Godzilla and the people to like get awards for as much love they poured into it and then to have a human story that is so harrowing but then also to like I like the best the best review I've seen is somebody mentioned like of how it depicts the indomitable spirit of humans to survive I, I think I'm I'm probably abridging it or messing up, but it, it's just such a perfect encapsulation of this film, of like especially after you know what happens, what happens with Hiroshima and Nagasaki, like, or just in general with Japan in World War II. It's just incredible. Like, I I can't help but think about it and just cry because it's such a beautiful film, and to have again, like Godzilla in 2023, 
just caused so much hype and so much love. It, it's just something truly spectacular that like makes me glad that I'm alive to witness this and to be in that time. So good. Like I never, also, I never, I never would imagined. I never would imagined is what I'm trying to say. It's crazy that Godzilla created their best movie 60 years later. And this is the first movie in Godzilla's history that actually got an Oscar nomination. That's true. Crazy. Wow. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing it. You better watch it. If you don't watch it, I'm going to send someone to, to your house. Are you already you missing, are missing you already, out? Are you all ready for my number one? Yeah. Yeah. My number one's Oppenheimer. Uh, oh, okay. Well, yeah, I kind of messed up, Tanner, with us just talking about Godzilla. I, I, one. You kind know, y'all up. were talking about everything, and I was like, uh oh. Um, <laughs> but no, Oppenheimer is just, I'm not a Christopher Nolan nut like some people. Like, I did not think Tenet was which is one of his best films but okay that's crazy i think dunkirk is dog shit actually i I still think you're saying that because you're a bitch and you haven't rewatched it i haven't rewatched it because i hated it so much i just think you were dumb you gotta rewatch it i don't know but well you know nowhere nearly as bad as you think you know what they say men are a little better when they're a little dumb (laughs) yeah um anyway but Oppenheimer, I mean, again, this movie has been talked about the fucking globe over. Uh, but like, I, I don't know. It just it, it. I enjoyed it, and like, I felt like I was transported. I felt like I was J. Robert Oppenheimer for three hours. Um, <laughs> I, although I would have stopped building the bomb. Let me be perfectly honest. <laughs> I I, I would have stopped it, but I'm a little different. Um. But like the, I, I guess the one scene that still lives in my head is when, uh, first of all, like just the testing scene is fucking crazy. Uh, you got Josh Peck in the booth about to blow blow some shit up. Um, but the scene where he's in like the assembly hall and everybody just starts slowly stomping their feet and it it builds and it builds and it builds and then it snaps and they're just they're like it ash evaporate. Yeah, yeah, they're just gone. It's like fucking hell like holy shit like talk about just a fucking visceral ass scene and a whole movie and again it's it's like three and a half hours long it's fucking tremendously long and also i want to say the theater environment we saw it in was not great because i felt like it was seven thousand degrees so hot in the theater when we saw it which was so weird because we saw it in the same theater we saw barbie in and that was not the case so i don't know what the fuck was up that was um, the most people I've ever seen in a theater, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was full. I don't think there was an empty seat in the theater. Because we saw it opening weekend. We we did Barbenheimer. Surprise. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Oppenheimer is just like fucking next. Level. It's it's my favorite movie of the decade uh, so far. I'm sure some something will probably pass it, but I don't know what it's going to take. I, I will say, like, I, you know, I gave it four stars and coming out of it, maybe if I rewatched it in a cooler setting, I might like like it even more. Because when I think about certain scenes from that film and like the overall like 
investigation basically of like of trying to see if oppenheimer basically trying to discredit him and like see if he's a communist a commie um i i really did enjoy that but like you're not wrong with that scene of of him in the um the auditorium and then everybody just is evaporated and then as he's like as everybody's like cheering and then he's leaving the cheers like like get melded in with people like women men and women or people just like busting down crying yeah because like of like the horror of what's happening like literally somebody throwing up like two people are just fucking like it just it just completely just devolves into like just absolute like apocalyptic insanity of like of just pure dread it's crazy and and then also too with um robert danny jr's performance is really good oh yeah killed it i do i do think the one tiny criticism i put against this movie i think it was fucking stupid when they said well we have this kid from maine uh john f kennedy okay okay that was like the that was like the fucking hitler scene at the end of the last kingsman movie no 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 so fucking dumb i was gonna say somebody i just saw tweet somebody made the comparison of that to whenever at the last dark knight movie when the woman's like i like your other name you should you know like you should go by that name robin like it's literally that name it, it is it is one of those name it drop is ex- scenes and you're just exactly like that name drop what are you making a fucking sequel now if christopher <laughs> nolan's next movie is a jfk biopic i'm fucking in i, but, I would be in too <laughs> but holy fucking shit Dumb, I, I would but, definitely want to watch it i just hope it's not three fucking hours yeah i don't yeah. know if he's ca- i don't know if he's capable of making a movie less than three hours at this point but uh, I thought it was a good movie. I will say I felt that length to my fucking soul. Eh. Good God. And also, like, I did not care for the trial scenes. I'm not going to lie. Oh, man. I thought that was so fucking long and just like, ah, I just wanted it to be over. Like, mm. I hated the whole interview sections. I agree to I disagree, can't... brother. I can't be too hard on that just because he's adapting it straight from American Prometheus, which, and it's also based on actual like events. So I can't be too harsh on that. Um, you know, it's just, I, I felt that length. And honestly, maybe if I watched it in a better setting, I would probably, it probably wouldn't be too bad. Um, I do think it's funny though that Robert Pattinson was the one who gave Christopher Nolan American Prometheus. I just read that at the Tenet Rap Party, and that's what made Christopher Nolan want to make Oppenheimer, which is hilarious because yeah. Oppenheimer would not have happened without Twilight. Yeah, really, truly. Yep. All right. Well, that's it. That's it. Holy shit. We did all the it. Movies. All of the 2023 movies are over. Uh, even the ones we didn't see, like the leftover, the holdovers, holdovers. Uh, that movie shit because we didn't talk about it. Yeah, uh, yeah not and, really. And I, sorry, the zone of interest, more like the zone of doesn't exist because yeah. where can I even watch you? Yeah, or the American zone of, fiction, more like American fiction. Where well, are you Amer- at? American fiction Cole, was really good. Me and Cole actually watched American fiction. It's good. Uh-huh. It was really funny too. <laughs> I'm trying to think of another, to think of like, another movie I can make the joke with, and um, another 2023 movie we missed. Uh, I guess uh, it's all of them. Yeah, there's no more. <laughs> Goddamn! Hold on, hold on. I want to make a joke about one more. Didn't see Wonka. Wonka? <laughs> That's Wonka? not a joke. You're just saying that Wonka. More like 
walking away from the theater because that <laughs> movie was so bad. Yeah, Wonka, more like I'd rather be at home penis. Okay, okay, here's another one. Anatomy of a fall, more like anatomy of erectile dysfunction because my dick is soft. <laughs> Come as you are. All right, we, we're ready for plugs. Plug yeah. it in. All right. Well, thank you for listening through this. Uh, this is probably going to be three hours. So this is three hours. It is this three. is three it's hours. No yeah. problem. Sorry. Um, but thanks. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, just know there's going to be more ward shows coming out uh, this month of February. Uh, but it will just be me and Colt unless anything changes. Um, so they probably won't be as long, but they'll still be uh, hefty. Um, but you yeah. can. They you wouldn't can allow us. me on any other ones. Well, that's not true. Um, <laughs> You can catch us, though, on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, anywhere where RSV, RSS feed like connects. We're probably there. Leave us a review, uh, subscribe, rating, give us feedback, do whatever. Just love us, please. Um, you can follow us on Twitter on at AYCH Podcast. You can follow um, all the other podcast accounts. Um, under our little network, Cajun Greatness, Backlog Boys, uh, Instruction Booklet, all of them. Like, go check them out. Uh, you can follow us on Blue Sky, AYCH Podcast, dot Blue Sky, dot social. Uh, follow us on Instagram, AYCH Podcast. Follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash all you can hear. Will there be streaming in the future? I don't know, but you can follow us there. Um, YouTube, all you can hear where the VODs from our Twitch are at. Go check that out. And the and the VODs from the instruction booklet Twitch Twitch.tv slash instruction instruction yeah booklet. absolutely go check that out and then uh yeah and then uh currently in January um a lot of our episodes have been reuploaded go check all those out there's a lot to listen to from there from the AYCH extra and uh yeah and then you can follow me uh on Twitter at Wednesday Wilkie you follow my art Instagram threads and Blue Sky as World of Wednesday. Follow my bookstagram at Wenzel Banters, and then I have a link tree for links for everything, including my Goodreads and my Letterbox. Thank you. Fuck yeah. My name Colt. Follow me on Twitter, Colt D00, and Blue Sky at Colt D99. I love you. Night night. Go watch Godzilla. You can follow me, your boy Tanner, on Twitter at Tanner1495. Uh, got a new little wrestling website with my boy Sam. Uh, that we started up called Violent People. You can visit that violentpeople.co. Follow us on Twitter at violent underscore people. Um, shit, what else? I stream sometimes. You can check that out at twitch.tv slash Tanner14, all spelled out. Uh, and yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah, and I stream sometimes too in the toilet with my pee. Whoa! Yeah, I stream sometimes too where I go down to the streams and lay there. Oh, okay. Okay, well, the, wow, that's two four. Okay, yeah. Sorry, I like a bustling brook. Yeah, I like a busty brook. <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, we need to get off. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye.